everyone. It's time again for another episode of Digital Recess. We haven't done that in a while because we suck. Uh, but it's your old buddy Charles, a.k.a. Trollbeard, a.k.a. the Internet's Creepy Uncle. I'm joined today by Jacob at Best in the Realm Hotter. How you doing there, bud? Doing good. And doing we, better now. We're back on the show. <laughs> well, that's that's the problem of everybody involved trying to be adults with real life shit happening. It sucks. <laughs> uh, we're joined today as well by new new friend here, uh, new Joseph blood. V12. Hello. I guess that's how you like to say that. Oh, yeah. What are you on Twitch and the, the Gaming thing? Devil 420? 420! <laughs> <laughs> you know, that reminds me of something that just happened here. I live in Arkansas, sadly, at the moment. And oh, they just legalized medical marijuana in the state. Congrats. So on my drive to work, like right at the county line because I live in a dry county because the south and it sucks. Well, it's the <laughs> religious south. The, there's other parts of the south that are wild and unclaimed lands like Florida and Texas. I, was say, I don't know if that's a thing in Florida. Florida is weird because it's, <laughs> it's it's the most southern state, but it's also not the south. Yeah, it, it's it, no, it's the weird inverse. Is like it's the northern part of the state that is the south. It's the southern part of Florida that isn't the south. You've gone so far south, you're no longer south. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, that's how it rolls. It's, it's fucking Twilight Zone down there. It is. But uh, so as I drive by, I forgot this had even happened because I don't give a fuck. Like, I, I, I sold drugs at one point in my life, but I was never used them, so I never cared. <laughs> but... I, I was driving by and I'd see the liquor store, liquor store, and then there's this white, plain white building. I had noticed it got painted over like months ago. It used to be like this bar, restaurant place on the side of the road that was always shady and sad. It looked like, you know, ladies in their 40s would go to get finger popped. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> but it shut down. They went out of business because it was like in a weird spot for no reason. It's like, I, it wasn't successful. So I drive by and I see this building and now there's like a sign that says doctor's orders and a phone number. Like, what the fuck is that? But the reason why I noticed is that there's 50 fucking cars in front of this building. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what happened here? And the thing is, I was like, why was that building so packed? And I forgot about it. I went to work. I did my day. And as I'm driving back home, there's even more cars in within the morning. Because I drove by this place at like 5.30 in the morning. And there was that many cars already outside. It's like, what the hell is going on? So when I drive by, like in the afternoon, heading home from work, I see like the parking lot area of this place full, the lot next to it full, across this little dirt road that's on the side of the building. There's an empty lot over there that's got like 12 cars in it. And then I just had to Google. I was like, what is this building? And it's a like one of the 15 uh, dispensaries in the state that are opening up on opening day. And I was like, they don't open until Monday. So there's all these people here <laughs> trying to register their paperwork, I guess, so that they can just like skate in and skate out whenever they can legally buy stuff. But yeah, I was like, 
the whole weekend. There was just cars lined up. Just now, I gotta ask, ask Joseph because I know most while you're telling that story. Did motherfucking Seth Rollins just show up to your house, Joseph? <laughs> <laughs> like I had to mute myself real fast with my ringtone. I'm a big <laughs> Seth Rollins fan. That's one. Clearly. And, and like awesome. my dad called me. That's his ringtone. And I muted myself as fast as I can. I, <laughs> I forgot to put my phone on vibrate. Text him back like, Dad, if you keep up calling me, I'm going to burn it down. <laughs> yeah, I told him, I'm like, I'm in the middle of a podcast. You just, you know, blared Seth Rollins. Out. He started <laughs> laughing and hung up. I was just, I was just hoping to hear just like a, an unnaturally swole dude in a nurse's <laughs> outfit saying, "Oh, it was in a terrible incident. This man showed up, hit it with a steel chair. He's in the <laughs> hospital." <laughs> it's like, oh well, that's a great start to the podcast. Just yeah, lost right. one member. Worst things have happened. Yeah, at least you got uh, a good story out of it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We we uh we have the medical marijuana shops have popped up everywhere around here. Lady just got arrested in Disney for having CBD patches with no THC in them. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've heard yeah. about that. That kind of sucks. She's going to sue the hell out of them now. Yeah. But I think if you don't have a prescription, it's still illegal. So I don't know. But CBD, we could just like the gas station right down the block has CBD, even has literally bud. Like, right. It's, it's supposedly just, still illegal. It's just not enforced. Yeah. It's it's stupid. Yeah, it's like whatever. And then yeah, sometimes we talk about video games on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Just sometimes. If there if there's one thing I can inform you about myself is I am a rambling idiot. Uh, <laughs> That's why you're on the show. We all are. Yeah. But yeah, like it it was so weird like around the same time there's a horse race track in Hot Springs like the biggest like city immediately close to where I live. Uh it's, you know, a well-known horse racing track. They just also had live betting allowed there as well. So now it's like nothing but like weed and gambling happening now <laughs> in this Jeez. poor town. It's, it's so funny is that this place started as a resort town for the mob. So like all this stuff got illegalized and then <laughs> now slowly it's come back in. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you're describing where I live because we had got the metal marijuana and all those stupid little arcades are popping up, the little gambling things, and now they just shut them all down again. Because it happens, they, they all pop up, go away, pop up, go away. So yes, gambling and drugs around here. That's it. It's all old people. <laughs> yeah, the crazy thing is, is I'm I'm curious how this is going to affect like crime rates in the area because after well, so here's the weird thing. Um, crime rates really spiked in this area after like recreational marijuana was legalized in California and Colorado because there were a lot of people from those areas that kind of moved out to keep their illicit business going because it just wasn't as successful where they had been. Yeah. So well, there's yeah. there a lot of uh, a lot of people I know got shot <laughs> in this area. <laughs> uh, there was like a, a sharp two three-year period there i uh i thought i had heard somebody in my neighborhood recently like the past two or three weeks got shot like the house got shot at and i looked up the news article and somebody did a drive-by with a hunting crossbow 
jeez. They fired like six arrows into this lady's house. It's like you just see like the glass like screen door like blown out like somebody like taped some bottle rockets to it and blew it all up. Dude, that's the definition of like do what you got to do. It's like we have to do a drive by. We don't have anything. We got a crossbow, it's like, bitch. It's like, all right, hey, Dara, pull up. All right, thunk. Ah, fuck, step on it. Pull it back. <laughs> all right, guys. Thunk, step on it. <laughs> pull it that's, that's some warping shit right there. <laughs> that is so dedicated. That bitch was a foul wizard. We have come to smite thee. <laughs> <laughs> they thought they were doing a drive-by on vampires. <laughs> yeah, thankfully the lady wasn't home, but it was just like, like I thought somebody got she shot. Would have been but safe if she was. <laughs> it was like six arrows just sticking out of the front of her house. Like, what the fuck is going on? She probably place? wouldn't have even noticed it. She would have walked outside her front door this morning, like, oh, who the hell's throwing stuff in my house? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I just heard like a weird thunk. Did something fall out of the tree? No, I thought like, it was a squirrel. <laughs> throwing acorns at the house. No, that's. <laughs> You gotta norm. imagine you would have sat at home or heard that like, is there a motherfucker shooting arrows at my house? Have I failed this city? Oh god. That's crazy. Oh man. Well, that's, that's something that would happen in Florida. Yeah, that sounds like a Florida thing. Yeah. Florida man. Those are, Florida like, man. That that's a game show somebody needs to make is yeah. actually do the Florida man or fake. It's like I've seen it on stuff. Yeah, like you just take headlines like was this an actual news story or is this something made up? And then like how that would be the hardest goddamn game of Jeopardy. Some of my favorite videos on YouTube are uh Jesse Cox and Crendor. Their podcast called Cox and Crendor in the morning and they read Florida man stories and it's just the two of them fucking busting up laughing reading this stuff. Oh, and God. they've got animated versions of it. And it is the funniest damn thing. They're, they're my, some of my favorite videos on YouTube. They're absolutely worth watching. <laughs> <laughs> and then watch all of our podcasts. <laughs> well, I mean, there's not much to watch. But the sound is real cool. We appreciate that part. Yeah. <laughs> you don't get to see, like, the 700 pounds of man behind the Someday. mics here so one of these days <laughs> you know the first time I, I saw a picture of you and I saw Bob's like you know wedding photos and I looked in the mirror I was like man I would feel so bad for the Uber driver if we ever had a meet up <laughs> <laughs> I'd get an Uber XL XXL yeah it was like y'all gonna need a fucking truck don't send somebody in a fucking Prius <laughs> <laughs> that poor thing's gonna true. be crying it's true oh man so let's talk about some video games. Sure thing. All right. So you want just to start off with Joseph here. So yeah, that's what I was thinking. Let's uh, let Joseph start off. Is there anything you've been playing there, friend? Um, lately I've been re- like really into League of Legends, but once I get tilted, all right, I like- get off the show. <laughs> get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> I dabble in some Tekken. Tekken is my you know cool off game. I like fighting games. Yeah, fighting games are great. I, I'm seriously considering getting the Street Fighter collection thing on the Switch right now. You know, Street Fighter was actually the first fighting game I played. I got my ass Same. kicked by my dad really bad, and I've never played it. I've always had luck in Tekken, Soul Calibur, or Mortal Kombat. Never, never in Street Fighter. What do you What do you play on Xbox or PlayStation? 
PlayStation. God damn it. Ha ha. Okay, seriously, get out the fucking podcast. PlayStation. <laughs> How dare he be on the right side of history? Yeah. Uh, just wait. Xbox is going to kill it. Dude, I, I'm so excited for E3. They Soon. better pull oh. some serious shit. Oh, he's just oh. a month away. Yeah, Actually, so you're playing League of Legends? What, what, I mean, I I have a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of time in League of Legends, but I went back playing Heimerdinger. I'm like, oh, my oh. God, I love this oh, game. God. And just, I don't even know, 10 minutes into the match, maybe people were, somebody was like, oh, you fucking retard, you're doing the wrong <laughs> thing. But I'm like, oh, that's why I stopped playing this game. Oh, yeah, the community is toxic as hell. Yeah. But once you get, yeah. get your groove in a game, it's just like well, the the problem. I don't get a groove. I just I'm bad, period. <laughs> <laughs> the other day, I think I went on an 11 game win streak and then oh, I invited crap. one of my friends and I he fed his ass off and I lost. I was so mad. I was so upset. I'm like, come on, man. Like if you were going to feed, you should have just played. You should have played freaking Mario Party or something. Yeah, it's like <laughs> he's feeding hardy. He's feeding harder than fucking <laughs> than uh, like relief efforts in Ethiopia. Oh God! <laughs> Good Lord. I always love that meme. Is there anything new going on in league? Last thing yeah. I heard anybody talk about league was <laughs> after the KDA pop stars and their yep. Worlds. Oh, they have a new new skin now. There's like a like a new skin line with animes Battle Academia. But they're all like cheesy ass skins. Well, cheesy. yeah, it's it's the problem of skins in a free to play game. Most of them are fucking terrible. <laughs> like, okay, I'll, I'll spend some money on skins, but these skins are just—they're not—they're not for me. And then they just released a new anim, uh, new character. It's a cat, and it's one oh, of the I most laziest characters huh. of all time. All you do is attach to a person, and you just—that's it. That's all you do. That's fantastic. <laughs> you heal and you stun and you you just do no damage. Do you play Heroes of the Storm? No. Uh, Heroes of the Storm has a character, I think Abathur, and he can attach to people, but he can then do skill shots and like shoot spikes and put up shields. But he does the same thing. He attaches to people, but it's an absolutely fun character. This looks exactly oh, as bad as it felt like he was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it literally is just a cat, like, floating around on a pillow. Like, what the hell? Yeah. I mean, characters like that are sometimes good to get people into the game. And then they're like, oh, okay, let me maybe yeah, you know, so try a more complicated character. Where games like Dota are like, no, you're fucking 100% in or nothing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I played. So I actually hard. started playing Dota two first. I just I did horrible. Yeah, Dota Dota takes a lot more work to get into. Yeah, I I play Heroes if I'm gonna play a MOBA, but Smite is where it's at. Like Smite is actually fun. You can pay thirty dollars. I paid thirty dollars years ago when I still get all the characters. Like that's fantastic. <laughs> I love that. You know, it's so weird. I think we've talked about this before. Uh, is like oddly all the high res games, uh, Paladins and Smite. Uh, not so much Realm Royale. That's a <laughs> that's a that's a, that's a, that's a, a dead game. R.I.P. Uh, but both of those games like have like weirdly popular uh, professional leagues on console for some reason. Yeah, and so, they have pretty consistent 
communities. Like there's always games going on. There's lots of people playing them always. I'm looking at the Heroes of the Storm like characters. Chakra is in Heroes of the Storm? Yeah, a lot of Overwatch characters are. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. pretty much like the entire library of of Blizzard games is up for grabs. So they've got uh, a lot of the StarCraft people, a lot of the Overwatch people hiding in there. They got one or two. Well, the majority of them are Warcraft people, I, I want to say. Because I spend time on Overwatch, Starcraft, and Diablo, because that's kind of what it launched with. Yeah, Uh, I'll play some of that with you (laughs) before it gets shut down. It dies. R.I.P. Heroes of Storm. (laughs) I actually got a download. Heroes is really good. Well, it's on live support, like officially. Really? Yeah, like they fucking fired a lot of people like here's the storm is like on its last legs like it's a lot of uh like support people well they 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 fired basically all their tournament people for their esports league they fired a lot of their marketing team for it they fired some support for it like i think there was like just under 100 jobs got closed out or put into like other areas of blizzard but Everything like esports related to Heroes of the Storm is just fucking Dude, gone. That's fine because Hearthstone and Heroes of the Storm do not need to be freaking esports. They well, just need to be silly, crazy games. The problem with Hearthstone is is that it's so pack dependent, and they just yeah, keep, it's RNG dependent. It's so it's so bad. It, like you want to talk about a fucking oddly, insanely toxic community. It's like one-on-one games, and this guy is just like yelling for no reason in his own home. Just there's nobody around. He's just clicking on his fucking computer, and you just see like people going there to watch the shit show, I guess. Because there's a lot of like popular Hearthstone uh, streams, which oddly a lot of those guys that are leaving Hearthstone got into Dota Auto Chess. Yes. Yeah, I'm scared to play Dota Auto Chess because I think I'd get hooked. Well, also, like, the studio that makes Auto Chess is making their own non-Dota-related one that's probably going to be better just because they have more free range. And it's not, you know, limping off of the old tool sets and tools and you don't have to, like, have this cancer installed on your computer that's called Dota (laughs) to be able to run this mod for it. Yeah, I love Hearthstone. I got real deep into Hearthstone like, a while back. I started playing again. I like uh, they have this new thing where you, you put a card down and it can then absorb like mechs to the left or right of it, become more powerful and take on their abilities. I fucking love that. There's always good stuff in Hearthstone. But uh, yeah, I think the the streaming community is a little bit toxic. You got to be good or get out pretty much. Yeah. You, you, people think, you know, you know, Fortnite has gotten pretty toxic. No, Fortnite's nowhere near the levels of Rainbow Six Siege or any Blizzard game. StarCraft community, toxic as fuck. You go to anybody streaming StarCraft, if you speak Korean, you're going to see nothing but the worst sentences in the chat for StarCraft 2. You go watch Overwatch, same thing. 
just there are people that are getting out of Overwatch and going to like Apex Legends, Fortnite, just because it's you know not soul consuming. Yeah, <laughs> no, Apex ain't half bad. Really not. I I played one match of Apex a couple weeks ago. I just I don't know. I'm not really into the competitive thing anymore. Yeah, like, it's well, still my primary motivator. Yeah, I'm more. Uh, well, I guess before I start talking about my stuff, did you play anything else, Joseph? Uh, mm, no, not recently. Just, just League of Legends? Tekken? Yeah. <laughs> I've been on a grind and ranked. Trying to yeah. get higher than when I was last season. My my problem is I kind of need to jump on the grind or decide if I want to do the grind for Apex. Because there's like yeah. 30 days left on its first battle pass. And I haven't played in like two months. I used to do the grind for Fortnite, but then it came out. I didn't like Apex. They keep changing Fortnite, so it's just uh. yeah. It's 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 a it's a strong uh, it's a strong. You got to stick into it to know it. <laughs> yeah, like I was really into Blackout when it first came out. When uh. When they released the beta that you could join in and the private beta, it was really fun, really really fun. When first Black Ops Four came out, Blackout was really fun too. But after the first update, they changed a whole bunch of things. It is just like, it just feels like a regular, you know, battle royale game, not Call of Duty like it should be like. And there's also tons of bugs and exploits in it. Uh, yeah, there's, there's also. Some big Call of Duty news I want to talk about later that just popped oh. up today. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. I do not, so that's fun. Yeah, I can't get into competitive stuff anymore. Like, I know Division 2 has multiplayer. I don't think I've played it at all. I get. I don't know if you would count uh, the Dark Zone as competitive at all. Well, yeah, there are, like, isn't aren't there, like, ranked tiers? Isn't there matchmaking... I have no idea. I believe I believe there is actual like MMR in the dark oh, oh. zone. Like they it they're taking is. it super serious. Like yeah, because I know the division like original division when I went out and played on the black zone that was just it was just horrible. People were just jerks and it took was, all my stuff. It was absolute chaos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really needed a role in a group. Yeah, or just be really good to have like a oh. Like an auto shotgun, the auto exotic, or the uh, house of cards, or whatever the hell that SMG was called. Oh man! Yeah, uh, have you guys been uh, playing? Uh, oh, go ahead. Have you guys touched on Elder Scrolls Online? Bob does. Bob touches it hard. Whether I or not just it got says it. Yes. <laughs> I just might be like five, six hours into it. I'm allergic to MMOs. Except I've been looking for a good one. I, I, I had really fun with WoW, but I can't afford $15 constantly. Right, you're going to go along with Bob then. Bob's freaking the hell out about this freaking WoW classic bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, one subscription, you get both WoWs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But the $15 is the hard problem, which is crazy yeah. to me that Final Fantasy fourteen is still doing as well as it is. And is still putting out really good. new content like all the time. 
Well, here, let me tell you, Joseph, about me with MMOs. I started playing Final Fantasy fourteen, Final Fantasy fourteen, yeah, which I got super into eleven. I got super into uh, the Old Republic. Yeah, I started Final Fantasy fourteen, started the tutorial quest, and went, "Oh, I know how this goes." I quit. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally how how that went. And like Elder Scrolls Online, I think Bob got me into like level seven. And I was just like, I've been doing the same shit over and over and over and over again. I'm done. I'm out. Like, I, I can't do the hot bar system anymore. It just, they're all the same as the Old Republic to me. I could just go play the Old Republic. I have a freaking maxed out character. Why wouldn't I do that? Oh, God. So, yeah, I, I can't do MMOs. Even though I know some people consider Division and Destiny MMOs. Uh, kind of. Like, but, uh, I had high hopes for Destiny. Especially Destiny 2. I had high hopes. I was expecting something, you know, a lot different from Destiny 1. But Yeah, we, we've talked Destiny to death on this show. But <laughs> yeah, I've I quit. I'm I'm off I'm off that drug. <laughs> Trolls so happy about. Well I'm I'm only happy if you're happy. It's like yeah, regardless yeah, of how much I dislike Destiny, it's like that's just me. Like, I know who I am. I know the shit I want. It's definitely, like, being on the outside now where it's like, man, these, this, these weapons look so cool. And then they announce that, oh, yeah, those weapons are cool. We're nerfing all of them. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, my God. Wait, what? It's like, you know how like, that was fun? Just... You're just rolling through and you're just fucking shooting those wizards from the moon just right in their neck. And they were dying <laughs> real fast. Now they're going to die slower. And you're going to hate it. Because it's not, you know, super overpowered. You don't feel cool anymore. Now you feel like it's you're doing weird. the work I, you've always been doing because it's a fucking shitty game. Well, what like, <laughs> what the fuck are they thinking? It's just such, it's just bizarre. I don't know. Well, I would it, rather talk about the Division 2 because they actually make good decisions. <laughs> well, with Destiny and which I imagine they're going to have continual strings of this shit happening with Division is that's the problem of using the same gear between PvE and PvP. Like, this was the same crap that was happening in WoW back in the day. when. But Division 2 doesn't have a problem with it. Well, yeah, it does. Uh, just it's not as vocal and angry group yelling yeah, yeah. about the shit. That's the thing. It's like, you go to the subreddit, you'll probably find tons of bullshit. It's just... You're not seeing, you know, Kotaku and IGN making news right. articles and videos about it. Yeah. But Division 2, the nice thing is, you know, they so they announced that they were going to put... No, when the game came out, there were a bunch of mods that always took something away when it added something. And it didn't work great. So, like, I don't even know how long the game was out. Maybe two or three months and they were like, all right, we hear you. We're, we're changing that shit. And they changed yeah, they're it, all and positive. it's fantastic. Yeah. Not all positive. Some of the major ones take a little bit away still. Uh, but it, it makes sense. Like it, it, It's more logical now, I feel like. Um, but there's only a handful of mods that take anything away. But they also add. They give you a big buff. Mm. Um, the Division 2 has just been fantastic. I know they... They changed some weapons on Friday. They changed a couple things around, but I didn't really notice anything. They made a lot of good improvements. Like when you're taking an outpost, you can now spawn on the officer that's there instead of having to spawn 
at a respawn point and run all the way back to it. Oh, wow. So that's nice. Um, I'm level 26 or 27 now just because I, I got wrapped up in some other games. But man, it's it's so much fun. And like I'm just doing all the little things. I've been completing all the projects and it's just such a good game. And I don't feel like I'm pressured at all like with Destiny where I felt like I needed to get everything done because of whatever was going on. And it's more relaxing in a weird way. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I need to get into Division 2. I own it, but I just haven't even played it. Oh, it's so good. I, I'm, I'm loving every minute of it. But uh, yeah. the reason I ha- I took me so long to get to 26 even is because now I get more into more games like My Time at Portia, which I've gotten way into. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap, I love this game. It's Stardew Valley in 3D, but it's more of a building game, more of an inventing kind of game than farming. Cause I haven't really done any farming. Maybe I'm just doing it wrong. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, have you looked at this game at all? Troll Joseph? What, what is it called? My, My time, time at Portia. Portia. P-O-R-T-I-A. P-O-R-T-I-A. Hmm. It's a, uh, yeah, it's like Stardew Valley, but the whole point is that you're, are left a workshop by your father and people ask for things. So you have this big work area where you're building like uh, recently I built a big like water mill type thing. So I needed like eight buckets. I could put, put the buckets on it and show the buckets, but these parts, these parts, these parts. And I have this big thing built now and I can go take it to wherever, whoever needed it. You're basically the town's handyman, but you can also buy more property make your house bigger, upgrade your workbench, build more, you know, sawhorses and uh, looms and all these other things and make all these cool things. And, and this is a free roam game? Uh, yeah, it's pretty big world. Open roam. Yeah, somewhat like Stardew Valley. Like, it's, there's a town and a, and a harbor uh, and a big farm. So it's it's fairly free, free roam. It's I like the cartoonist It looks really good. Yeah. Yeah, this game was in early access for a while, and it was yeah. just like, what, a month ago, two months ago, that it came out and had its full official release, and that's where it had its right. Switch port, and I think it's also on like PS4, Xbox One. Yeah. Now, the Switch version, I mean, on the subreddit, there's a lot of people that are like, you know, do not buy this game, it's bad. Like, right now, it's real bad. And... I guess it's a testament to how much I enjoy the game because it is, you know, when you're chopping down a tree, there's lag when that like like that last chop and wow. loading into the world takes a long time and stuff like that. But I like I, it was easy for me to overlook those issues because the game was so much fun. Man, this game got shit on when it came out and apparently they fixed it all. Yeah, I'm looking at the reviews now. It looks uh, pretty good reviews. Yeah, it's just the subreddit for the Switch version got some pretty bad shit. Jesus, man. Yeah, I mean, it's like, have you seen the absolute, like, shit storm of uh, Saints Row the Third, the port there for the Switch? Oh, really? (laughs) Oh, my God, it's so bad. Like, (laughs) Did you ever see the port for the WWE game? Oh, man. No. It should have been removed. (laughs) Yeah, apparently the... 
Saints Row the Third port, they're working on it. But oddly, okay. a lot of people reporting that it performed better undocked than it did docked. Huh. Because, you know, it was scaling up from 720 yeah. to 1080, I guess. And trying to run 1080 in the tool set they had was just fucking its lunch. I mean, shit happens. And this is why you shouldn't necessarily always ports, especially should not <laughs> always buy games immediately. Um, you know, sometimes you get lucky, like with division two and yeah. fine with division two. Well, or sometimes things are like, uh, other MMOs and they just go to shit immediately. Well, like there's tons of bugs still in division two. It's just oh, of the base game is so well thought out for that exact, you know, drip feed drug that the community is looking for you know like yeah <laughs> I, I i remember like i explained to somebody who was kind of like a lapsed destiny player he'd played warframe for a little while he liked art like he's into these fucking bullshit grind games and he wanted something you know he could just kind of like play with his friends was like well then definitely buy a division two and it, uh, like i used the term it's basically quality of life improvement, the game. <laughs> because that's all they did is like, hey, they had a decent formula and they spent like four years making that game better and then improving the second version. That should have you should be talking about Destiny 2 as well, but you're not. Sadly. Um Yeah. I've also been playing I didn't talk I haven't talked about Wargroove at all, have I? Uh no, Wargroove. Uh, I've got it installed on my Xbox because part of Game Pass. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, that's awesome. I got it for Switch. Well, you're a Switch uh, player, I guess. <laughs> I love my Switch, but um, I'm, I'm a few hours in, and it's just, it's like my my uh my uh like relaxation game on the Switch, because it's it's like hard. But it's not XCOM hard. Well, they just also like had like a pretty big like balance patch, like probably yeah. since you started. Cause it was like I remember hearing a lot of people saying there was some absolute bullshit in the end game parts. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that far like, yet. Like the difficulty spikes randomly were just like absurd. But they've had a pretty oh, good shit. uh overhaul from what I've seen, and they still got other improvements coming. But I, I've been meaning to try it out because tactics games I'm down with. Like, yeah, we've talked about how I'm a lapsed JRPG guy because yeah. so many of them are the same formula of click the button, do the thing, click the button, do the thing, <laughs> click the button, do the thing. <laughs> There's very little thought except for a handful of ones that are like super hard. Yeah. But having to plan shit out and tactics, that's my thing. So you've been just chilling out with this. You're going to enjoy this a lot. Yeah, this is my chill out game. Like I had to spend some time in the hospital yesterday because I was really sick. Better now. But uh, yeah, this was when I was playing in the hospital. Like it's just when when I'm going to bed, this is what I play. So it's just it's such a relaxing. Can I not kind of turn my brain off, but not quite turn my brain off. But yeah, it's when I play Pokemon. What's that? I said that's how I feel when I play Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon's another good example of that. Pokemon, I go back, and that's that's a relaxing game for me. Yeah, I could spend uh, hours just shiny hunting, just having fun. Oh, 
not that. I, I battle. <laughs> I, I, I don't do the shiny thing. But, uh, yeah, like, but I also love tactics games like XCOM. But, God, XCOM is so stressful. The, <laughs> the thing is, like, the basic formula of XCOM, and it's kind of part of what I appreciated with Mario and Rabbids, is yeah. just, like, the random roll chance of your success is, right. like, all right, is RNG going to fuck me? Is RNG just going to pull his hand off that cross <laughs> and stab right. it into my anus? Like, In XCOM, oh, you know, if you lose a unit, they're dead, and you're screwed. In this game, you lose a unit, it's like, all right, whatever, I'll make a new one. So that, it's not a big deal. I was going to say, just... Uh, there's 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 a, a vehicle coming to park from the original F Zero game. <laughs> yeah, Joseph, what is going on with your mic? <laughs> oh, I I don't know. You're buzzing. Did it stop? <laughs> it stopped. Yeah. Um, what else? Oh, I bought Katamari Reroll. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Katamari Rerolled. Yeah. Uh, talk about nostalgia, not panning out <laughs> well the trick is is that's the first game the second katamari yeah. is the one that's good it's the one that uh, had a lot of the better things you remember about that series like it has way more cool stuff like this the second katamari game is such a drastic like improvement it's like the argument you always hear about the first assassin's creed to the second one Right. It's like they just sat down, they saw what worked and didn't work with that first formula and just really nailed the idea of what it was trying. Well, because hopefully we got another we got the second one re-rolled. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's a Bandai Namco, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, they they shit out fucking anime games every 4 weeks. That's true. They they can it fucking is. spend a few bucks on a Katamari. Yeah. And I'm not like just I don't dislike the game. It's just not as fun as I remember, and maybe it's because I mostly played the second one. I don't remember. Yeah, but, the, uh, it's the, still fun. Like it's still it's such a stupid game. Yeah, <laughs> the the second Katamari has way more like variety in the special circumstance missions. Okay. So like the first game has the the one with like the bear that's just a pain in the fucking ass, where it's like avoid everything and just try to pick up the biggest bear. Yes. Yeah, those missions aren't that much fun. I like the missions where you're just rolling up stuff to get as big as possible. Yeah, like the the second one gets absolutely ridiculous to the point to where, like, I just loved the moment when you get to some of those late game missions and all of a sudden, like, your ball starts off probably like the size of, you know, like a big truck. And by the end yeah. of the level... Like you're literally rolling over Godzilla and picking up continents. <laughs> and at one and, point, and there's is, like a Zeus in the clouds you hit. In this game, and this is a good example of why, you know, I say wait till stuff goes on sale. I waited for it to go on sale. And I was like, oh, man, I'm glad I did that. Because <laughs> I'm not going to play it that much. Huh. Um, the other thing I got on sale was Minecraft. Oh, God. Talk about a toxic community. <sighs> Is it? Yeah, man. In the good old Minecraft days, it was so toxic. It was right up there with, you know, Xbox 360 lobbies for Call of Duty. 
Oh, see, I've really experienced good things from Minecraft communities as far as like sharing stuff and getting tips from people. And yeah, I've always found that to be a very good community. But uh, that's just There's a dark side. A oh, of course, There's dark, dark side. side. Every community. <laughs> Our dark side is Trollbeard. Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you want to yeah, know just, you, you talking about Katamari just reminds me that it's four years later. And we still don't have Wadham. And I cry. The hell's Wadham? Uh, so it's the new game from the guy who made Katamari. And he made Nobi Nobi Boy. <laughs> Wadham is absolutely fucking weird. <laughs> it, it, like, it is the next level. Oh, Jesus. Of like, it's like you control like the little character. You walk around. And there's like one of the levels like you're playing and you're just trying to like get a guy to poop. <laughs> and then the poop becomes like your friend. You walk around with the poop. So, yeah, I've been playing Minecraft again because <laughs> uh, I, I was watching somebody talk about the new update that came out. And there's just dude, there's so much shit in this game. I haven't played so long. <laughs> like there's a stone cutter now. Really? Uh, so you can just pick. Like the different types of stone you want, like stone slabs and whatnot. It's easier to do that. Um, there's pillagers that attack the village. There are now the drowned, which are like zombies in the water. They have tridents. Uh, there are sunken ships you can find. There's big mansions you can find. Uh, the villages are all different depending on the biome. Uh, there's new, a whole bunch of new animals. There's like a traveling merchant. Uh, there's all kinds of new stone, all kinds of new things to craft. Like it's it's like a whole new game, and I'm just I'm psyched. I, I already built my house. I'm building my basement. I got an outdoor shop. Uh, I I love Minecraft. That that talk about a game I play to relax. Minecraft is like the ultimate version of that. I put hundreds of hours in Minecraft. Man, I used to play Minecraft a lot. What uh, what was it called before the Pixel One mod got taken down? I played a lot right. of that. I played a lot of the uh, like the other stuff, all the machines and all that. Oh yeah, that's, it's it's clear that they're uh, influenced by that, or you know, inspired yeah, by that. Because I think uh, the Pixel One mod was there for like maybe like two or three years. Yeah, and they they always gave credit to the Pokemon company, but it was like. But I'm just, that was probably the reason, a big reason why they got taken down. They could have been like, no, there's nothing to the Pokemon. I don't know what you're talking about. That's a, yeah. a Charmander. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a Pikachu. Like they could have changed the names a little bit, but it was just, I don't know, man. Like it was yeah. one of my favorite mods to play on Minecraft. You got to build you know, your own material, make your own Pokeballs, plant your apricorns, then actually yeah, go out and search for your Pokemon. I watch a lot of Yogg's cast, so I always downloaded their mod packs, which is, you know, all the machines and all the magic and all that type of shit. But I hope, I think it's possible that we get mods in vanilla Minecraft like that because they have <clears throat> all the skins and texture packs and all that stuff you can buy now. Yeah. It's freaking fantastic. I love that I have BDCraft and vanilla Minecraft. Like, it's so nice. Because I, I, I do hate looking at the vanilla minecraft textures well yeah like, there's so many nice texture packs now well that's kind of like the weird rift between like the original java and the new bedrock edition 
Yeah. Like the, yeah, the, and the original original Minecraft is now free on browser. It's freaking awesome. <laughs> uh yeah, yeah. They now they got well they're they're not supporting they're only supporting the one that's cross platform. Yeah, they're only supporting it. Bedrock officially from the Minecraft yeah. company. Which I feel like that's smart. Like rather than having two different fucking versions of this thing, just just the one, just supporting the one. That's smart. Because even a lot of the mod makers are going with the most current version. Well, like the ray tracing and uh, like active rendering lighting system mods are all in the Java mm-hmm. edition. It's like there was just like a random GIF I came across of just stupid sexy Minecraft of like <laughs> all this fucking like like real time light scattering and ambient occlusion. Right. All this crazy shit. These fucking 4k textures. Like, wow, I fucking hate Minecraft, but goddamn, does that look cool? Well, shit, we're getting that in the official Minecraft from Mojang. Well, so here's the trick of like a lot of the, the big updates for that got like super delayed. Yeah. Because apparently there's only eight people on the engine team building the tools for the bedrock edition. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> billion dollar company, company. Yeah. <laughs> and they got eight people making the actual systems backbone <laughs> oh, wow. that this whole shit yeah. is like strung from I was like okay that tells you that when they're just in like fuck it we just have a small team running this thing that just has sold a hundred million plus copies but what, what was crazy was I was so I was playing on my switch I'm watching the achievement hunter guys play through the new stuff and I'm playing on switch. I, I get it or no, I got the achievement on the, you know, little Minecraft text and an achievement popped on my Xbox screen where I'm watching the video. It was like, did, did they just get an achievement or did I just, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and Achieveception. then dude, I, I went and got, I did an achievement. I know for a fact here what it was. It was like, make an iron pickaxe or something and sure as shit it popped on my xbox i had no idea that minecraft or switch get achievements on the xbox but switch yeah (laughs) that's fucking awesome made me so happy so now i'm gonna have minecraft for pc minecraft for 360 minecraft for xbox one and minecraft for switch achievements (laughs) jesus yeah it's probably too much so yeah, I own Minecraft on everything but the phone now. And the phone's the cheapest version. <laughs> yeah, it's, so uh, that's next. It was what the ten-year anniversary of Minecraft just like yep. the other day. Yeah, that's why it's on sale. Oh, well, uh, what is it called? This dude he had a five-year hardcore Minecraft server, and yep. he permadeath run. <laughs> yeah, and he died after five oh, years, yeah. after, like over a spider or something it was a spider on fire and a baby zombie yeah he was bullshitting didn't think shit was gonna go wrong and the baby zombie just jumps out from behind the spider that's on fire and he tries to panic zombies are deadly (laughs) yeah that was that was horrible i felt so bad for him i I, that's it sucks five years are you kidding do you know the public the press he got look he like legitimately as soon as it happened he ended the stream like oh shit! Like <laughs> seconds later, he was just like, "Cut, cut the feed." <laughs> his, his stream is permadeath. <laughs> yeah, 
It's like, no, I'm done streaming. Five years into this goddamn world, I'm just done. <laughs> Damn. That's that, that, I would love to do a Minecraft stream, like, with a community and shit. Like, I, there's nothing I want more than just, I, I, I've tried so many times with people, like, just getting on a realm and building a town and stuff. And it's always like, I build a town and somebody builds, like, their own little house. And it's like, come on, come help me. Oh, maybe I got to play this other thing. It's like, fuck. Play Minecraft. Yeah, I like Minecraft. One of the, I just don't have, my bad. I was say, go ahead. Oh, like I, I have Minecraft on the computer. It's just, I have nobody to play with. Minecraft doesn't, you know, appeal to me like it used to. Yeah. I, 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 this happens to me in spurts. Like I'll put a shitload of time in Minecraft and then just go cold Turkey forever. <laughs> so looks like I'm I'm back in the Minecraft. Yeah, that, that's again. the thing is like what I was gonna say is one of the Discord servers I'm in, like a bunch of those guys started up like a, a server. They got a Minecraft realm on the Bedrock edition. A bunch of these fucking nerds artists out there playing a bunch of Minecraft, and a bunch of them yep. hadn't played it in like two years, three years. There's like one guy in that group that just like never left Minecraft. So he's got all these crazy like redstone contraptions. Like, <laughs> like he's yeah, got that's like a, what I can't figure out. I can never do redstone. He's got like an underground base that has like pneumatic tubes that lift up the entrance and like oh wow, all sorts of crazy stuff. And I'm just like, hey, if you're happy, you're happy, man. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna hate on it except for internally and occasionally out loud when I think it's gonna be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I get it. I mean, uh, Brian from Future Heels podcast, he, he, the way he always puts it is like, it makes sense. He's like, why would I come home from work and play a game where I work? It's like, I get what you're saying, but it's fun. Yeah, it, <laughs> it just know. it just never clicked for me. It's like the thing I always try to tell people is like, I'm glad I'm not somebody who cares about like video game reviews because I'm like the most unfair human being in the world. As far as like, if for whatever reason, the thing doesn't click for me, it's just like, I don't even give it a fair chance. Like if it doesn't feel right and whatever that means for my brain at that moment, it's just like, nah, just that thing just gets written off and I move on. But I'm not like going out there and shitting on it. It's just like, ah, it wasn't for me. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. I don't. I don't like game reviews. If it's a game that I'm gonna like, like it could be the worst possible game rating, and if I enjoy, I'm gonna play it. You know, no rating is gonna stop me from playing the game. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's like my time at Porsche. All the people that are shitting on it is like, it's. I mean, there's problems, but <laughs> every okay. game has their problems. Yeah, uh, just gotta get through them. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I've been playing, uh, I haven't got too far into was uh shovel knight man shovel knight's fun mm. yeah just just randomly out of nowhere in the discord i just see a message fuck specter knight i was like wait are you playing <laughs> shovel knight <laughs> he's like yeah i just picked it up and blah, blah blah i was like yeah goddamn shovel knight what a game yeah it's like i and i said this on on somebody was asking if it's a hard game and I said it's about as hard as like Mega Man X because like it's hard 
there's points where it's real hard, but I never feel like I can't do it. Yeah, you're like never being Spectre, punished. Yeah, with Spectre and I, he whooped my ass. But you always like, have the opportunity oh, to go back and get your money. Yeah. Uh, you can make the game harder if you want to dig up all the checkpoints. So. Oh, yeah, I did that on accident once. <laughs> I broke a thing, got a bunch of money, and I went, oh, oh, I know, oh, no. <laughs> Can I just not save, basically? Fuck this. I'm never doing this again. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I'm just really excited for uh, later in the year of uh, the final oh. DLC. The Yeah, so I bought Treasure Trove, so I get all that stuff. Yeah, Treasure Trove has everything. Oh, yeah. Um, the one of them is like a fighting game, right? Well, yeah, the fighting mode is going to be out fairly soon. Ooh. It's just the... Uh, the cards, the king of cards or whatever, the the one where you play as a, a king knight. Yeah, so I whooped king knight's ass pretty Yeah, pretty king quickly. knight's a bitch. Okay. Uh, Spectre knight was a pain in the ass. Um, Plague knight I beat in one sitting, and, and I don't even understand. Like, I just figured him out. Uh, I think I'm on mold knight right now. Yeah. How long is this game? It feels like I'm blasting through it. Yeah, the, well, there's there's a lot of stuff. Like, it's not super deep because, like, when yeah. you see Propeller Knight, you're you're halfway through the game. Okay, so I'm you, okay with that because there's also, like, I have the Spectre Knight and the Plague Knight stuff to play. Yeah, because yeah, th- those two modes. I haven't played those. I plan on just just yeeting through the entire series whenever the King of Cards stuff comes out. Because I'm, I've been due for a, a replay of Shovel Knight. It's so like, what's King of Cards going to be? Uh, it's going to be like the Spectre Knight or um, Plague Knight oh, okay. DLC where you play through a whole campaign as King Knight. So all okay. those um, other alternate stories are all like prequels, if I'm not mistaken. Prequel, one's a prequel, one's a sequel. Yeah, I know Plague Knight is a prequel. I guess Spectre Knight maybe happens afterwards. Yeah, pretty sure it said sequel. I'm not sure, but uh, I'm I'm just super excited because, uh, well, one I just want to mention "High Above the Land," the song for Propeller Knight stage, mm-hmm. best song in the game. That thing's fucking amazing. Uh, yeah, I've, I've actually been listening to the music. Yeah, that that's the thing, like. The I I'm really hoping we get a release date for uh Delicious Last Course, the DLC for Cuphead. Right. Because the last time I started listening to the Cuphead soundtrack, I did a fucking eight hour marathon and beat <laughs> Cuphead again. So So I try to stay away from the music for Cuphead or Shovel Knight. Cause that shit'll get stuck in my head and then I'll have to go play it. And it drives me crazy because it's like I got so many other games I need to play. I've got fucking other things I need to do as an adult with a real life. Yeah. Like, why am I like marathoning all of Shovel Knight one sitting, all of Cuphead one sitting? Troll. Can you believe this motherfucker right here is playing Minecraft right now? <laughs> hey, it's, it's easy. I want to see the new update. It's easy to, you know, just zone out and do other things while you play that. 
No, I, I was interested. He was talking about the new update. I'm like, hey, let me, let me go. <laughs> He's like, let me see. Let me get in here and look. Mm. Yeah, there's mm. a shitload of stuff in Minecraft now. I'm very excited. It had me interested. Uh, Damn, Mo Yan, yeah. you looking thick. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing more. Uh, or Shovel Knight. I I mean, I'm okay with it being short. I would like to be able to finish a game. Yeah, they're they're not very long. I think Shovel Knight first time for me was like nine hours. Oh wow. It's it's not super long. It's it's about as long as the Spider Man game. About as long as Spider Man took me six hours to beat. Like the the PS4 Spider Man? Yeah. Yeah, I, I I had a platinum for that in a 15 hour sitting. Like, Jesus. <laughs> so, yeah, that was the thing is like, I was like an hour and a half away from finishing the platinum on that game when we did the podcast the day that game came out. Because, <laughs> cause, yeah, I have, I, I checked it because I was talking to somebody about it and they said, you know, 23 hours on like how long to be is like the completionist time is like, I did maybe 16 and a half to get all the fucking hidden photo spots and get the New York University sweater, whatever it was. Hmm. But uh, I was like, yeah, I had the platinum at 1230 in the afternoon, the day after the game released. Like, wow. Because <laughs> I woke up and I did like a few other like stray crimes, got the platinum after like 30 minutes and then spent another hour looking for all the hidden photo opportunities to go get the New York state at whatever the, the college peak goes to at empire oh. state university. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah. The, the other reason I mentioned nostalgia, not being, you know, a good, uh, a good thing to go off of is because I've also been trying to play more kingdom hearts three. Oof. Oh, I'm man. just like, it's a good game. Like I, I I'm into it. Kind of. But man, not like I used to be. Yeah, like I played it. I played up maybe until I met Hercules, and it just—it was a nice feeling beginning, but then it just so got, five minutes in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was like he just felt that. Oh yeah, this is this is that game again. Fifteen yeah, years later, li- Jesus fucking literally, Christ. That's how it felt. It was like wow, okay, and then I stopped playing. It was like I had no intention of going say- back. The Tangled World or whatever. That was hard to get through because I gave no shits about any of those characters. <laughs> like if you don't give a shit, that that's hard to get through. I'm luckily I'm on Monsters Inc. now, and that's a lot of fun. So maybe I'll be able to go fully into it. I don't know if I'm gonna finish this game. Well, <laughs> the, uh, a, a considerable chunk of the people I know that were Kingdom Hearts fans that finished it, it was probably 60-40 people did not like the ending. Jeez. Oh, wow. Like, to the point of where I know one of these guys who was, like, like actively mad for, like, a week. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I was like, man, you're actually like Nomura don't call you no more. Like, <laughs> like you just got out of chemotherapy. You were weak. Nomura hit on you. He fucked you in your mouth and then never called you back. Like that's that's how wow. you're acting right now, Jay. I was like, calm down, bud. He was fucking heated. It, it's just it's so weird because I don't really. God, there's so much stuff I don't remember, and they're talking about all these 
things, all these, and like there's a big reveal of this character, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I kind of remember you. <laughs> it's like, uh, how many of you fuckers were Norded? <laughs> yeah, it was just like this big scene where it was like, and you're back, and he's like, yes, I am, and it takes the hood off, and I'm like, oh yeah, right, yeah, right. I remember you, man. That was one of my I don't favorite remember anything things about you, but is like right as Kingdom Hearts 3 was coming out, somebody put together this highlight video. It's called like Kingdom Hearts No Context. Oh, and, Jesus. and it was physically painful to see all these random scenes like cut out without the context from, from so all was it of just the games. all of them? It was just chunks from here and there. Like it was like a 10 minute video, of just random things. And it's just like <laughs> Like they'll say a line and then there's like awkward long stares as no one's talking before it transitions to the next thing. Or like right. Mickey just shows up wearing a trench coat. He's like, Did somebody mention darkness? And he's just like <laughs> sitting there in his hood, just staring at Sora and whoever's next to him. And then they're silent for like <laughs> five seconds and then discuss to something else. That sounds about right. I, I sent it to a friend of mine who I was working with. He, since now has a different job uh but <laughs> he's like a big kingdom hearts fan he's a few years younger than me so he was like at the exact age and mental state when kingdom hearts 2 came out for it to you know really be important for him and i sent oh, him wow. to that and he's like I, I was like what do you want me to tell you like i can't defend this like <laughs> this is what these games are <laughs> and he, yeah. it was like whenever I just realized like the slow aching just one more cut death of a thousand cuts of being you know a lifelong Sega fan of seeing Sonic just repeatedly shit the fucking bed magnificently just over and over and over again oh no and I'm sad now that Sonic Team Racing actually looks pretty good and is getting good reviews. Oh yeah, I saw like a little little thing for that at Walmart today. I totally forgot that was even happening. Yeah, it comes out like Tuesday, I want to say. I was like, damn it. Sonic, you know where Sonic went wrong? The moment they added lyrics to their songs. Like it's been all downhill from there. It's just like, uh, escape from the city. How about we escape from this earth? Because I don't want to live here yeah. anymore after that song existed. It's <laughs> fucking bad. It's it's you like, know. hey, it's generic pop punk from the early 2000s, but without <laughs> the interesting parts. <laughs> I Like, only thing I want from this Sonic movie. Like, I could care less about the character design. Sonic's going to be Sonic either way to me. No, like, I, I just character design. It looks fucking awful. <laughs> Like, I just want Sonic to go by a little kid watching the Ugandan knuckle meme. No. That's the only thing I want to see. That will make the movie perfect. Acknowledged to me. You know, that was a weird thing to me of like, yeah, the, Son the Sonic design was terrible. But like, I immediately saw that trailer and I was like, well, the problem here is, is like, this is a bad movie. Regardless of <laughs> if Sonic looked perfect. Like, <laughs> this just looks like a bad movie. Like, it, like it's... I know a lot of people going to watch the movie just because of Jim Carrey. That's the one saving grace. Yeah. And the other saving grace, I wish they would have fucking saved 
was when you get the more traditional looking Dr. Robotnik. I thought that that would have been way cool to see in the theater as a surprise. Yeah. But I guess that felt like this movie looks like shit. We need to put this in there. Yeah, it was like, hey, some of the things you recognize will be here. Just, uh, you know, give us a shot there, bud. <laughs> I got to go see Detective oh. Pikachu. We're going to go oh, see that. Same movie. here. I got to go see that. I, it looks so good. Yeah. The other, once Troll's done talking about his games, there's one little movie I want to talk about. Yeah, the, the oh. only thing with Detective Pikachu is, like, from everyone I know and a lot of the reports, it's like, like, this is just a kid's movie, like, severely. It does not it's have okay. as much of the stuff you would, you know, be led to believe from the trailer. It's got oh, some wow. weird dark parts and some strong comedy bits, but, like, it's straight up, like, a Disney kid's movie. It should be. It's a yeah, kid's like, product. Yeah, like, it's a kid's yeah. product, but, you know, when you look at that, you see Ryan Reynolds, you see some of the people involved with that, you're like, ah, I thought it maybe it would have been, you know, something else, but no, it's straightforward. Basic plot, get to the end. It looks cool. There's Pokemon everywhere. Which I That's what see I it. want. <laughs> so uh, what you been playing, Troll? Uh, so I've been in this weird funk of playing through a bunch of big open world video games for some reason. Because I, I played through Just Cause 4 a little while back uh, because it was part of Games Pass. And it's more just cause like it's I don't know how to I don't know how to say this nicely because like it's it's, it's perfectly fine. Like it's it's yeah. I played through. I did most of it. I finished the game. I did most of the side stuff. It is one of those games where like it, if you get good at like the momentum, that's kind of rewarding in its own, which is like. Like oddly enough, like Just Cause Four is a better Spider-Man game than the Spider-Man game on PS4, as far as like actually needing skill for momentum. <laughs> like, like it yeah, feels more rewarding to fly around in the wingsuit and get good with that, and Just Cause Four than it does to swing a Spider-Man because the systems <laughs> are so basic. It's just like hold the trigger and you'll move. And Spider-Man PS4, like. We talked about that when that happened, but it's just like I feel like they've run out of ideas as far as how to innovate more in this crazy wor- world destruction playground. Like they're they seem trapped between whether or not they want to go full like crazy playground or still keep like a structured narrative campaign also right. in the mix. It, like the, those parts really start to clash. Uh, but yeah, just the overall moment to moment stuff is fun. The vehicles are all still kind of bad. Uh, <laughs> I started playing Just Cause 4, and it was just like with the MMOs. It was like, oh, I know what this is. <laughs> yeah. I've done this before. I don't need to do this again. Yeah, like I said, I, I didn't have anything like immediately pressing when I jumped on it, like right after it was added to Game Pass. And I was, like I said, it was just one of those things like you were talking about, like my brain kind of shut off and I'm still like engaged because I'm, you know, playing it at a fairly high level as far as like mobility and like efficiency getting like point to point to point to point. Because I like I think I did almost like 
think it was like 85% complete in like 30 hours for a game, you know, with a map that large, you know, it's, it's not a bad time, but, uh, there's a lot of weird Easter eggs I've seen online, but I'd never found any of those naturally, which is kind of sad. Um, it had some odd giant, like rolling ball puzzles as part of like one of the side stories and side missions of like this, this Island nation has this like ancient King and kingdom that were like destroyed by like the ruling family that took over. And like, they started like deleting the history of the country. And there's like this scientist guy, you're helping like dig all this stuff up. And it's just like the, the reason just cause two popped so well is because they were super self-aware at like how like cheesy B action movie, like the story was, and they had fun with it. The problem is with like, three and four is like they're trying to be too cute about it now and they're right. not like going for the spectacle of everything and it's like instead of being like Fast and the Furious 5 now they're like Fast and the Furious 2 <laughs> too fast too furious like yeah like like they 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 went the wrong way with the formula and they're, they're still making an okay product and still fun and like the way the tethers work and you do all these weird like boost and lift and propulsion like programming for like how yeah. things work to really like go out there and experiment with it. But there's only like a handful of like really good uses for it. Like it has some odd like Zelda Breath of the Wild like shrine puzzle stuff going on with some of like the challenges you need to do to unlock like gear points or whatever to level up your stuff. Yeah. And all that stuff looks cool, but as is just not enough for somebody like me. Yeah. It's like, few and far between those enough. standout moments. Yeah. And the only reason I got into crackdown three to the point that I did was because I loved crackdown one. I didn't really ever play uh just cause I did a little bit. But uh, even Crackdown 3 lost me after a while. Yeah, like Crackdown 3 was just so basic, was so little, like, you know, there's so little overhead to get in. Like, yeah, once, I, once you get through that little intro part of Crackdown 3, you're in it. And that's the game. Like, you're just yeah. going to be doing that for, like, 15 hours. <laughs> that's what I kind of liked. But, yeah, like, I've also... Like, right now, I'm in the middle of, like, playing Days Gone. Oh, yeah. How is so that? Because I've heard... You've heard what things? So many good things about Days Gone. I've heard so many mixed things. Yeah, like, like it's it's a strong mixed feeling. Uh, now, this is one of those games that's going to be really based on, like, your tolerance threshold and how much you notice things. Because, like, it's got some good first impressions. But the other game I've been playing, Rage 2, like they're kind of like the inverse of each other of where Rage 2 kind of seems weird and slow at the start. And then once you get through like the intro, you're just out there. It's like straight up Breath of the Wild. Like you've got like a set of abilities already. You've got markers in the map, you know, you can go to to get new abilities. Um you're just free to go do the shit in whatever order you want. You can go to any of these three 
characters to do their storylines to progress like the main mission. It's just wild, fun, basic stuff. But Days yeah. Gone is like has this, you know, interesting start. Strong start, emotional. You're the guy Deacon, the spiker. You uh you see like kind of like the early part of I I think the town is farewell. Uh it's like whatever this town in Oregon he's at whenever the the freaker outbreak happens this this disease whatever it is that's causing all these people to like slightly mutate and go crazy and pack up and be these weird like cave dwelling animals that eat flesh um you eat see him they are they're cannibals subway eat flesh <laughs> well i mean if you if you ever played uh, the fractured behold that feels about right yeah, <laughs> for the Jared boss fight. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so like you see your buddy Boozer, he's one of your biker friends, like his legs all fucked up in the middle a of all. A biker named Boozer? Is, is Booze Man. His name's Boozer. All right. Uh, but yeah, like he's got his legs all jacked up from whatever's happening in this town going crazy. Of them thinking the place was safe, and then the outbreak, you know, like the swarm showed up, started overrunning the town, and people are trying to fight it off and get the fuck out of town. Crazy panic. You know, think of World War Z, the movie of like the massive horde of zombies like crawling over the wall. That's what's going on here. Uh, and he's got his wife who got stabbed in the gut by like this little girl. And there's a helicopter that only fit one person on. So Deacon, you know, knows like his wife is going to die if she doesn't get medical. But Boozer is going to die if nobody stays with him to help him get out. Oh, wow. So he he puts his wife in the helicopter and she flies away to this, you know, medical station. One of these, you know, evac points, these safe zones. They've set up uh, the organization Nero, which is kind of like their FEMA in this world. And and then it jumps to like five years later, whatever, like a big chunk of time. And now you see Deacon, he's just kind of like this bounty hunter, gun for hire kind of guy living his life, trying to get by in this zombie world. And you've got like your bike, you got to find gas for it. You got to find scrap, salvage it to build stuff, like make your Molotov cocktails to burn out these freaker nests to you know craft upgrades like you find a baseball bat and you find a schematic to add like a saw blade to it and now it's a better melee weapon but a lot of the stuff like the the characters the story i like where they're going i like what they do i like how they set up a lot of that stuff i like the way they weave all the stories together so it's kind of like this weird like narrative thread of like imagine like musical notes on like on a sheet of paper and you see the progression of this chord down here and then this note here and it kind of like jumps up and down between the lanes that's kind of how a lot of these story missions will pop up so they all feed into like one long string to tell you like the story of this world to give you opportunity to see some of the outer stuff that's not like the big thing of Deacon thinks his wife's dead but then 
he finds out she may be alive and you and your buddy Boozer are trying to head up further north to get out of the area you're in because of the nonsense you like you're you've been dealing with but this game like I liked is like you go you clear out these checkpoints you got a save point you got a fast travel spot fast traveling takes up some of your gas but so is it open world it's a it's a big stupid open world yeah okay what's the the combat like is it like far cry or? uh it's so that's that's one of the big problems there is like some of this a lot of the design in the moment to moment uh feels like it feels conflicted so like the the shooting did you ever play any of the uncharted games a little yeah. bit but i i know what you're going that's imagine, what i thought of imagine the uncharted like gun combat but somehow worse wow uh because so here's the weird thing is like the gun combat the way it's fit the way it's made the way it works i think is actually perfect for fighting the hordes for those zombie moments of being chased and gunned down and you're just trying to like you know kill like five ten zombies here and run and dip out get over here shoot the barrel to like throw them off a little bit throw the molotov cocktails like you're in this these weird like almost like puzzle solving things when you fight like the hordes the hordes are like these massive wads of zombies in these big you know areas they're they're like in-game content imagine like a raid in destiny like like it's big high level hard shit like you fuck up you're dead fast like (laughs) but the problem is is like you have to fight and kill so many humans and that's where like this gun system goes so fucking wrong is so big pet peeve of mine in any game where you shoot you've got like your targeting reticle um based on like the type of gun and how accurate like the gun knows that gun should be like the reticles different between the guns so like the pistol kind of has like a ring so you know it's fairly reliable like first shot accuracy the automatic weapons have like this x that has like a big gap so it's hard to tell where the center point is and it's kind of like you know random recoil within that little ring and then, like, the single-shot rifles, you know, are way more reliable. You line it up, you shoot. But big super pet peeve, completely different reticles you can't change for all the guns. That sucks. Other pet peeve, as you shoot, the reticle not only expands, it blooms out. But in this game, it also fades away. So, like, as you start shooting, like, the AK, like, the basic, like, automatic weapon you find super early in the game, like, after a few shots, you can't even see where the fucking reticle is. So you're just hoping you're aiming in the right direction. And it's absolutely terrible to try to like hit a headshot on this one human guy to the point to where it's easier to just like roll up out of cover at people and then melee kill them. And then just (laughs) like dark souls, just roll, 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 smack, roll, smack, roll, smack. Like, like the, the, the systems fall apart with the human enemies, but actually enhance and make the crazy zombie parts better. <laughs> There's a whole lot of weird mix and match feelings of like, I kind of like the idea of the gas needing to get the gas to, you know, fill up your bike to keep going. But the bike 
bikes this size have insanely better gas mileage than what they do in this game in this <laughs> random small area in Oregon. But it's a video game. They kind of got to have risk-reward mechanic, I guess. But the real right. trick is, like, as you go and you unlock these Nero checkpoints, you've got your main safe base. Uh, any of the, like, out outposts, like the camps, like the three big camps that I'm aware of right now in the game, of where there's, like, a group of survivors, you can just go to any of those camps. And if you got credits for that camp, you can buy gas. It's super easy. All the checkpoints out in the world, the Nero checkpoints you unlock, the home base checkpoint, and a few other spots, there's always a gas can there. So, like, if I know I just need to get somewhere fast, now at this point that I've cleared a few spots, like, the gas is just uh, an annoyance at this point. Because, like, oh, I can fast travel to this point, fill it up with gas, fast travel to that point, get a gas can, fill it back up with gas, fast travel to this point, and then drive a little bit to the mission. Like, like, it, like it's become so trivial and tedious, a lot of the, the minor survival elements they've gotten there, which were, like, cool and really emphasized, like, this world. But the longer, the longer you play Days Gone, the more, if you've had a problem, the more apparent they become. And I'm sticking to it slowly. I've been, you know, playing other games, then make a big chunk run into Days Gone, then leave it alone. That for sounds a little like bit. how I'm playing Kingdom Hearts. But uh, it's just like all the things I didn't expect to be problems are the massive pain points for me with Days Gone. But I like Deacon. The character's cool. A lot of people were taking like nonsense out of context dialogue for for his character as like, well, if you've ever met anybody in biker culture, like this is absolutely fucking spot on. Like the, they, they had yeah. this meme of people trying to say like, this is a dumb line of like, uh, there's a scene of the wedding of Deacon and his wife. And she's like, I just hope you promise to ride me more than you ride your bike. And people mm. are like, this is the real sentence in a real video game. And I was like, that's also a real thing you can buy on fucking shirts and on vanity so license both plates. Bikers are they like older people or young people? Uh, so like Deacon and his wife Sarah, I want to say like they're late twenties, early thirties. Like, yeah, this sounds about right. They're yeah, like, like people were also just wedding. really annoyed that Deacon has like his wallet chain and his baseball hat on backwards at his wedding, but it's just like him yeah that sounds about right <clears throat> it's just him like his wife his buddy boozer like there's like five people at this wedding just you know to do the ceremony and be done but uh yeah it's like this yeah, is one of those best friend's name is boozer what the yeah. fuck did you expect <laughs> it's just this is one of those games where the development time the length of time it took to make it because there was another project sony bend had been working on they got canceled and then this game had been worked on for like the past like three and a half four years it, it feels like they wrote up the initial design document in the middle of like the ps3 360 era uh-huh. and got too deep into the process to really try to rethink a lot of those systems yeah and like, like when you see like a lot of reviews give it like a seven i was like yeah that's that's about, that's about right 
That's like there's there's enough constant glaring problems that are just minor little annoyances. But if you like well, the character, you like the world. Bad game. Yeah, like it's 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 again, it's it's like Just Cause Four. Like it's it's got a lot of cool stuff. If you're into that style, it's there's a lot there that's really cool. And like I yeah. said, the hordes, the zombie stuff, that part, the freakers, well they're they're not dead, they're mutant humans, I guess. Okay. Uh but anyway, like the horde stuff, the crazy massive wads of zombie fight mechanics, those are fucking dope. It's just you can accidentally stumble into them early on before you know they're a mission objective and you don't have any kind of gear to fight this, but I'm dumb and I just saved it and just <laughs> tried it a few mm-hmm. times. Like, oh, wow, I'm dead. Oh, wow, <laughs> I am fucking dead. Oh, wow, I'm dead. Like, <laughs> like you see, dead. you see like the, like the crazy feel of adrenaline of this rush of just like, these fuckers just aren't stopping. There's literally 113 of these goddamn zombies out in this abandoned like a uh, lumber yard. Or Jesus I walked into this pitch black cave and there's like 60 zombies in here. And I was just trying to roll up the hill, but it's dark. And I fucking rolled to the left and went to this divot and I can't get back out. And then 30 zombies just press in and just start tearing me apart. Oh God. And yeah, like, but the problem is, is like, all those really cool moments are 35, 40 hours into the game. Jesus Christ. Oh, wow. Like, this game yeah, see, is long. Like, it's this is a 50-hour game. Oh, wow. And it that's would be... like when people say, like, oh, you gotta get past the first season for the show to be... Yeah, fuck that. I'm yeah, not doing that. Like, this is, like, a really cool, like, series of a biker show. This is, like, three seasons of a TV show in a video game, but you don't have a list that tells you how to cut out like the bullshit filler episodes. <laughs> oh, that sucks, man. Uh, but yeah, like, like the parts that pop are fucking fantastic. Like this is a game like it sold well, thankfully, apparently this game did stupidly well in Japan for some reason. Yeah. I saw that it beat out something. Yeah. It, it was like the number one game in Japan, like two or three weeks in a row. Oh, wow. Yeah. And like it sold well, and I like the stuff studio, studio Bend has done because they were the people that made Siphon Filter back in the day. Oh, I heard there's a bunch of Siphon Filter shit in the game. Uh, there's references to stuff like that. Um, That's cool. They made Golden Abyss, the Uncharted on the Vita. Oh, okay. But, but that was the last game they made, and that was 2013. Like this is how long yeah. it's it's been since they put a game out because they had a a long game development process that got canceled. Sort of like what Sony Santa Monica yeah. went through with the game they were making before they made God of War. So like, there's a lot of great stuff in this game. Just like the, the thing I've talked about with a lot of games, like the biggest problem I have with every JRPG fucking ever editing. It's like yeah. you, you can strip out a, a, a like the, the average yeah. JRPG, you can strip out 15 to 20 hours and make that experience immediately better. There's probably 15 hours easily out of days gone. You could strip out and make this like an eight, a nine out of 10 for a lot of people. And it's just like, it just wears you down unless like you really like fall into it. Cause I have my moments when I'm playing it where I just zone out and I'm like, I'm fucking feeling it and I'm in there. 
And then the one thing pops up and it brings me right back out. And I'm like, fuck. And then <laughs> I find a good point to stop and I go play something else for a little bit. Um, but like the opposite of that is Rage 2, which just came out a few days ago. What? That's out? Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. It came out on the 14th, like four days ago? Yeah. Yeah, and Mortal Kombat's out too. Oh, yeah, Mortal Kombat's amazing. I played uh, Mortal Kombat 11 as well. really good. Um, Well, that's... Ronda Rousey did a shit job. Oh, my God. I want to talk about that (laughs) here in a sec. But So, like, Rage 2 is, like I was saying, it's kind of like the inverse in my mind of the problems I have with Days Gone. It's like Days Gone has a great story. Well, let me me ask you this, because I feel a little conflicted about days gone are you recommending it or no so if you had that feeling going into like just cause four yeah of like this is just another big open world uh then days gone probably isn't for you because like i said there's there's a lot of cool moments uh there's there's a cool story in there there's a cool biker tv show in a zombie apocalypse trapped in a mediocre game and unless like you see like I would I would recommend honestly Jacob is like watch like the first like 20 30 minutes of I, I guarantee someone's already made the days gone the movie like someone's already cut and edited out yeah. like parts of the story like if you don't fall in with like the feel and the thread of what they're telling you with the story and like the first little bit, then that game's not going to be for you. You're not going to have the interest to put up with the, the bullshit unless you just absolutely love just like driving around. The bike's cool. It's fucking weird that, you know, Unreal Engine 4 is, you know, not made for open world games like this. So that that's where there's a lot of the, the bugs people were talking about uh, because Unreal Engine 4 doesn't support two-wheel vehicles so really the, the motorcycle in days gone is a four-wheel vehicle squished in with the one of the front and back tires like collisions deleted <laughs> so it's like a squished in car with a bike skin on it with only two of the wheels like being interactable with the objectives around it <laughs> uh like weird. it actually like feels cool like i love the feel of the bike i like you know, the systems of the bike. It says, hey, if you're trying to save gas, don't accelerate downhill coast. Like there's all these cool, like minor details of like sound management and like gas management and be able to like walk your bike when you're sitting on it to just like get a little closer without like revving the engine and making a lot of noise to like better position your bike. So if shit goes wrong, you can just fucking throw a Molotov cocktail, jump on it, and fucking dip out and come back later when, you, when you're when you prepared to try to fight that big group of zombies. It's just, like I said, the quality of life. This is a game that feels like a, like I said, a mid-PS3 era open world game without all the quality of life stuff you see in every other game afterwards. <laughs> just, it, it, this, like, so here's an easier one for you, Jake. It feels like Division 1, not Division 2. Okay. So imagine like the feel of launch division one launch destiny. Like there's a cool base here, but they're fucking up in a lot of spots. And a second game of this would make it drastically better. 
because they can redesign some of those base problem spots that just kind of fuck up the flow and make a way better experience. Rage 2, much better game. Uh, uh, that's, it's, it's like I said, <laughs> it's, it's kind of the inverse. So the thing I didn't expect to be the problem is the thing that is the problem with Rage 2. The vehicles all just kind of suck. Oh, shit. Uh, which is weird if you had played this is the this is the main Avalanche studio that made Mad Max. Like right. Mad Max is like the meme from Colin Moriarty, uh like game of the game of the millennium or whatever. <laughs> and like so I I what what I'm really trying to say is that Mad Max game was fucking great. Yeah. And everybody should go play it because it's because, yeah, it's kind of a formulaic open-world game, but it just so fits the tone. Like, it nails everything it's trying to do. It's not tedious. It has great quality of life stuff. It's like the thing with Days Gone with the gas. It's like the gas is an infinite resource. You can go find gas wherever. Gas felt limited in Mad Max. But here's the thing. You can store an extra can of gas in the back of your fucking car in Mad Max. Yeah. You can't strap a fucking small gas tank on the back of your bike and days gone. So you've always got to go out of your way to find gas. But uh, with Rage 2, like, weirdly, the shooting, that's where the id influence really came in. Is like the combat feels fucking great. Like, it kind of is that Doom from 2016 feel with some cool, weird, you know, tech powers going on. You got like nice. a like a jump up, like slam move. You got like a force push. You got all sorts of like, like air dashes and double jumps. Like there's a lot of cool stuff in there, but you, you get the trickle out of those becoming like the upgrades for them to make them better. Like the cooldowns and a lot of those abilities are super fucking long, like shatter the force push thing. Like, Oh, hey, here's an enemy who has a bunch of armor. I'm just going to run up into him, slide, hit shatter, and like just blast his armor off so I can you know, shoot him in the head twice and he dies. Right. Uh, but that shatter, like the default cooldown on it is 35 seconds. <laughs> so you're like, wow, this bandit camp I rolled up on that had 22 people in it. I really hope there aren't six people with body armor. I got to worry about trying to break off with my shatter. Cause that's going to take me five right. minutes to cool all that shit down. Uh, but weirdly, like I said, the vehicles kind of suck and rage. Um, they do have like the, the nicer parts from Mad Max of like the auto targeting when you're driving. So you can focus on, you know, driving, and getting these better angles of you shooting guys, like kind of like Mad Max when you shoot a guy in a vehicle and they explode, like it kind of slows down and does that cool, like explosive, like, yeah, man, look at this blow up. But some of the physics, some of the physics act weird in some of the areas. Um, there's this gyrocopter called the Icarus you unlock. Um, Fairly early, if you just do a bunch of the side missions, you can unlock it pretty easily and call it in for like 10 bucks. So it's not... 
that that kind of changes the whole flow of the game, makes that game way more tolerable because you just like get on this cool like flying hover bike and just shoot right past everything and get to where you need to go like immediately. It just saves you so much time, makes things easier, but that thing kind of controls weirdly in some areas of like on the PS4 at least. That's where I'm playing it. I'm on the base original launch day PS4 I've got. <laughs> uh, I don't know if this is on other consoles or on the PC, but when you get on like this little Icarus thing and you take off from the ground, it like has like a weird stutter of, you know, doing the liftoff. And then if you're trying to turn, it'll like freeze the camera for a sec. And then it'll like hard, like jump, like screen lag of turning to where you're pointing. Like you see the character model turn, but your camera hasn't hit as I guess it's rendering from being like a ground unit to being an air unit. Like there's like a, a harsh like co-transitions that happens there. Uh, and it, it accelerates trying to trying to move like small amounts to like land somewhere soft and nice can be kind of tricky. Um, the combat gets super trivial later on as you upgrade like some of your weapons, like the basic like assault rifle, the automatic gun. You eventually can upgrade it to get these armor breaking bullets. So it's like, oh, I just hold the trigger down. That guy had all that armor. I just shoot him in the body a few times. His armor slowly breaks off, and then he dies from a couple more body shots. Uh, the story is actively bad, but it's <laughs> in a good way. But it, it's it like if you if you played the first Rage, it's like they doubled down on like the bad parts of like the story and character of that Rage, of where it feels like they're intentionally like just eating the fucking scenery. Like some of these characters, their performances are just like really going out there to seem super dumb. Imagine like some of like the, the psycho like dialogue from uh, borderlands. We're talking like that kind of level of writing in a lot of these areas of like these crazy people after a giant meteor destroyed the earth and they are mutated radiated people after uh, the arcs came up that had people that were, you know, in cryostasis underground to try to save the earth. That's, that, that's kind of the premise of rage is this giant meteor Apophis destroyed the earth, but they shot these ecopods up into the atmosphere and they were satellites. They had like stuff to like re-terraform the earth and like bring wildlife back down. And then the arcs were buried underground and they were kind of like vaults from Fallout. But they, you know, resurfaced out of the ground and let these people back out. Um, I'm I'm liking it. Like, it's it's fun. It's just dumb fun to just kind of zone out and run around. Uh, just Cause 4 and Rage 2 are like what people would call great podcast games. Where you can like just listen to music. Or get caught up on like a podcast, have a show on in the background, yeah, and not have to pay too much attention. The thing that bothers me with Rage Two, which I don't know, like I said, if it's a PS4 problem or if this is on other things, is um, the lighting and sound just seem to wig out and are kind of really bad sometimes. Where like uh, in all these locations you go to, 
there's like resources to find like these like these chests with like these pink tops they have like cash or like the ferrite the mineral out of the big meteor you use for upgrades and buying stuff uh there's these data pads that glow pink but the problem is like sometimes you go into these rooms and it's a dark room and like that corner whatever reason none of the light sources are hitting it so unless you walk over there and get like four inches away from that random stack of boxes you don't notice that the one here in the middle was a pink cooler that had the loot you're trying to look for as a collectible and and some of the audio is just weird like i think like it's trying to play too many audio sources at once and it's overloading to where some of the channels kind of like merge and like i've had like scenarios of hearing a character talk and like they're clearly to my front to my left and I hear him from the back right. Another weird bullshit of where like the audio source seems to be playing from the wrong direction. Um, but like like I said, the game moment to moment, like you're just bullshitting, driving around, flying around. If you've got the Icarus unlocked, you land somewhere. And you just have this these brief spurts of just great, just balls to the wall shooter action, and then you just yeah. Go back about your business, chill out, go do these other missions. There's like Mutant Bash TV, which is like this game show where you you fight hordes of enemies through like four stages. There's races you can do. The races, you know, drive better than the actual vehicles outside in the open world, which is kind of weird, but I guess it kind of works. Mm. But yeah, like I'm still like, I still probably got like, 15 hours in Rage 2 to go and probably 30 left and days gone. So I've just been kind of plugging away at those when I'm not playing Fortnite. Um, but I did play through the story campaign of Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah. Yes. That, God, I want to play that so bad. It's not bad. Not bad at all. $3 from a red fantastic. box took me five hours. Yeah. So I'm one sitting. about doing... I actually bought the Mortal Kombat though. They have a release. It was fun. So yeah, I'm big on buying fighting games, but I mean lately I've been having to kind of buy games on Switch because that's like my my portable system. Yeah. Uh, so I might end up buying it on Switch, but like Soul Calibur Six, I bought very cheap because I I'm just gonna play it by myself. I you know played through story mode that was okay. Not even okay. So I wasn't too happy with that. Actually, I'm not happy at all with Soul Calibur 6, but <laughs> we can talk about that another day. Um, but yeah, I, I Mortal Kombat, I would, I want to own that because that's one of those games. Like, I played a shitload of 10 just by myself. I could play I could play Mortal Kombat all day long. I actually like Mortal Kombat 10 more than You know what we need 11. now? We need fucking Street Fighter to follow the Mortal Kombat concept of the story. Give us an amazing Street Fighter story. That would be nice. I know I don't like Street so Fighter, happy. but... A nice but Street they, Fighter story would be nice. Yeah, Street Fighter is my favorite fighting game, period. So, I mean, shit, I'd be happy with a good Soul Calibur story as well. Well, I was going to say, with, with Eleven, like I've never liked Mortal Kombat like the feel of Mortal Kombat. Like I, I think it's actively kind of bad and janky. 
Um, True. With, with Mortal Kombat 11, like them slowing it down even further than it already was, I yeah. think is the best thing they've ever done for it because it changes the whole feel of like playing against another character, like that fighter on fighter stuff. Some of the AI stuff is absolute bullshit because like some of those towers, like I, I saw somebody doing a breakdown of like the, the crypt stuff and doing like the towers of like literally like the, the hard RNG is fucking stupid. Well, the RNG, like yeah. the, the, the weird loot shit, that's a whole big kerfuffle, but like yeah. just playing against these enemies, like, like they were literally like taking it out and like breaking it down frame by frame and like pausing and going over stuff where like, I, I forget the video I was watching, but like the guy was like saying like, yeah, in this, in this particular crit with this particular fight, the AI is literally just, doing the exact opposite move it needs to like two frames faster than I can input like response. So like this thing was just like immediately seeing his input and like throwing like the exact block or counter or dodge. And like, (laughs) there was like one move he found, like he could throw in and like get past the guard to like do damage to this thing that was like doing extra damage to him. So he was dying like super fast. It's like, yeah, that's just bullshit. Like this is some, this is the, the, the bad parts of World of Light from Smash Brothers just repeated <laughs> over and over again in this Crypt stuff, which I didn't fuck around with. I played a lot of, I did like I said, I just played that thing for five hours to check out the story mode because I couldn't even, like, get past, like, the first, like, 30 minutes of Mortal Kombat 10. Like, that shit was just so bad. Like, I couldn't stand it. Like, like the feel of that game was so wrong. And then, like I said, with 11, it, it just moves so slow. It really is kind of like uh, a whiff and punish kind of style of like, like you're plotting out, waiting to act or seeing your opportunity and making the move. Cause like uppercuts do stupid damage. Yeah. And they have kind of slow activation for a lot of moves and they're easy to block if you just, you know, you know, crouch down and block. But it gives you that window of like, all right, they, they did a high attack. I ducked to dodge. And then I set up perfectly for an uppercut and certain characters can punish better as far as like small juggles. Cause you can't really like super juggle like you used to in older Mortal Kombat games. There's, there's a lot, there's a lot more thought put into like combo strings from the, from the default character setups you can use in the online play. But some characters, like in the the story mode, like they have the full bullshit loadout that you can't use against other players, yeah. <laughs> unless you're playing locally. And I just saw like the absolute insanity that Jax can be of like just oh. catching you midair, yeah. grabbing you, slamming you, flipping you one way, punching you, throwing you in the air, hitting you with a clap. He's like, Jesus Christ! He just took like a half my health bar with one string. It's like, what the fuck is this? Sounds like Jacks, but yeah, yeah Jacks like, is broken. Like the Aaron Black is also pretty bad, apparently. Like anybody, yeah, I, who, I would, oh, I loved Aaron Black and well, Ted as far as like that. being broken, like if you're good with Aaron Black yeah. and you catch the right opportunities, he's got some crazy damage output for no reason. Kind of like I felt, you know, Johnny Cage was broken. Well, like his, his like shadow kick and his like it was just that one move. It was a uh, he would like. M- act like a mime and once you punch he just auto counters oh mime you. time yeah yeah 
It's like he could just throw it out in mid combo and you could attack and it's just like auto counter. It was so annoying. <laughs> My don't fucking say mime time and think you're gonna get away with it. Is that <laughs> I think it is yeah, literally I think it really mime is time to call that. Why because, is he doing mime time? So he in lore <laughs> he's He's the star of a movie called Ninja Mime. Oh, my God. Yeah. And there's a skin where he's in, like, full Mime outfit costume. Uh, you can unlock in 11, I saw. But, yeah, oh like Lord. I said, like, it was it was crazy to me. Like, when I figured out some of the attack patterns of the AI playing through the story, I knew I could just, like, back up, do this block, uppercut, do a few attacks to punish, low kick, sweep leg, they push, I uppercut, like, <laughs> like I uppercutted like 40% of my time through that campaign. And uppercutting apparently is like one of the only two moves you can do against the final boss fight to actually be successful. I was like, man, this is, th- this part is bad. Like the, the final boss fight was really annoying. Um, but man, I love like, like they really go for like this yeah. crazy bad action movie with the story. And That's they good. reboot time. They, <laughs> they say, fuck it. The entire timeline is reset. Like, not even yeah. like, hey, this... No, like, we're starting from ground zero, from day one. Like, it goes that far of a rewind. Like, shit starting from, you know, you know, Mortal Kombat 1 again, basically, the next time they do one of but these. they did it on screen. That's pretty cool. Like so rather heard, than just, rather than you know like most games they come out and they're like yeah we reset everything yeah like no they they yeah. they you know they say pay you're off gonna reset everything absolute fan service like every That's inch cool. of this game like if you've ever like yeah. any moment of Mortal Kombat like they really pay it all off it's just so speaking of fan service because we're running late here has everyone seen Avengers Endgame yes yes. Troll? Yes, sir. Sweet. I got so many questions. You have oh so many God. things that just boggle my mind with this movie. Okay, go for it. All right. First off, uh, what was this chick's name? I, I, uh, I want to just go ahead chick. and say, hey, for the next, like, whatever the rest oh, of this yes. podcast, it's probably going to be deep spoilers. So Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, if you haven't seen Endgame right now, go get the <laughs> fuck out. Go watch it right yeah. now. It's been out for maybe like three weeks already. Listen, the Russo brothers gave us permission to spoil things. Yeah, they said, hey, <laughs> after day five, it's, it's free reign. But uh, I, I forgot Gamora's sister's Nebula. name. Nebula. Nebula. There. You know, what confused me the most, she killed herself. Why yeah. didn't she, you know, perish? She, she no, killed her past. It's a different timeline. Okay. That, okay, that's, that's going to be the answer to everything, by the way. <laughs> yeah. That, okay. Then how did uh, what happened with Cap? How did he age? It's a different timeline. So, the the trick is with Cap, like he's supposed to age normally. He would have so. Is he? Yeah, I thought he was. He aged like he didn't age at all. No, that's that's just comic book lore. That's never been established in the movies. Because he was cryogenically frozen. Yeah. Keep it, that's the only reason why he didn't get like super old from the 40s to when they thawed him out in 2007 or whenever. Um, but so I, I firmly believe that. So there, there's, I can't remember what it is, but there's a movie that 
or TV show or something. I think it's probably Doctor Who. That time has always been the way it is. You know, his past was his future. By going back in the past, living with Peggy, having kids, that was always in his future. Yeah, like so they that, never huh. they never established who Peggy Carter's husband was. Correct. And the 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 time chunk from say 1950 onwards to where you know Endgame wraps up, that would have been about like what it would look like if Cap at that age, if he jumped back to just shortly after he would have been frozen and lived out his life from that point on. Because let's say. You know, he he did his jumps. He put the hammer back. He took the stones back to where they needed to go. And if his last stop was, you know, 1970 or whatever it was, uh, where, you know, they went to that underground base. He saw, Tony saw his dad. He sees Peggy Carter, like, in the other room. If he goes, say, back to that timeline, and he just lived his life from that point on, that's almost 50 years <laughs> Yeah, he would have lived. Another I, cap I, What's well, that? What wouldn't there be another Captain America in that timeline? That yes. Captain America would have still been frozen until two thousand seven right. or two thousand nine. And then so yes, let's there just were say, two caps. You know, Cap lived out his life until you know Peggy dies, and Cap the uh, the current time the original timeline Cap goes to see Peggy in the hospital after he gets thawed out. Cap, after he realizes his wife is going to die, he jumps back to the time he was from and lives his life out from that point on. And yeah, Cap let Hydra happen. He let all these things happen because they had to to live a normal life. Well, he didn't have to. He totally could have double capped it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But he just wanted to live a normal life. He'd been through so much shit already. Yeah, he earned it. Yeah, here. Yeah. So yeah, I firmly believe. Like, is it out of character? A little bit, but he also said, "I'm gonna go get some of that life." Tony always talked about. That's which true. Tony's a selfish person, so Cap just. I mean, he's done so <laughs> much. He was like, "I'm gonna do this for me now." Yeah, he's helped so many people. Yeah, why not be selfish for once? And yeah, so I I firmly believe. Actually, I do think that's the same timeline. I think that's the I'm just going to call it the six one six timeline because that's what we refer to in the comic books. That's the primary timeline. The six one six timeline is Cap went back, you know, had kid Peggy and all that stuff. That is the primary timeline. The the secondary and you know, tertiary all those timelines are Loki taking off with uh, the the Tesseract. Um. Uh, all the stuff Cap did when he went back. Yeah, those still. I gotta believe those still created separate timelines, even though he put the stones back. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, I don't know, man. That, that we will know for ten years, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they, I, uh, they've got a lot I of room to release- work. Yeah, I think they released a movie schedule for the next upcoming years. And I think there's a movie called Dark Avengers coming up after some time. That, after. I'm and telling they, you right now, that's a bunch of bullshit. They haven't done a timeline reveal yet. The only thing we know is Black Panther and F- Spider-Man Far From Home. Well, I and think we know years or something. 
Well, well we the only movies we know that exist right now yeah. are the next Guardians movie, uh, Spider Man, and Black Panther. We don't know anything yeah. outside of that. Um, okay. Dark Avengers. Uh, yeah, but basically, anything Marvel is saying, they're fucking lying. Because they do this all the time where they're like, look look at this thing we're coming out with. Yeah, you don't want that. Yeah, we know. Because it's not actually happening. We're just fucking throwing you. Like, dude, the trailer for Spider-Man Far From Home, where everyone's like, where does this take place? I don't understand. And then Endgame came out, and they released the real trailer. (laughs) With the different dialogue and everything. I fucking love that Marvel does that. Like, the trailers for Endgame, they didn't tell us shit. They didn't show us shit. Yeah. Those are great trailers. Marvel is so good at obscuring things. I, I love that about them. What I was upset about was I waited all the way after the screens and there was nothing. Yeah, they said that before the movie yeah. came out. That there I, was I no would down. Yeah, the Russo brothers like said that straight up. It's like, hey, the only thing you see is the signatures from the original cast. That was cool. Yeah, I give you that one. That was cool. But I'm over here thinking, oh, all these people are stupid. They're going to leave and I'm going to see something big. <laughs> yeah. Now, well, they now they're, showing, <laughs> they're showing the new Spider-Man trailer now after. I Have you seen like all the versions of the, the trailer that came out? The real trailer? I think so. Like it, Because I saw like an edit that had like all three versions of that trailer like put together back to back. And it is wild, right. like how much yeah. the international it's version strange. just straight up tells you about that movie. Oh, maybe I didn't see that. that yeah, I, like they straight up say Mysterio's from a different universe, like after the whole. Oh, yeah, like, he, okay, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, he's the multiverse. Also, yeah. like in one of the things, like there's a scene of like uh, Flash. He's like, he's like, hey, what's up? And, like, the actual line from the movie is, hey, what's up, dickwad? And then in the other version of the trailer for a different audience, I guess, it's, hey, what's up? And you hear, like, the the badly overdubbed butthead. Like, like they censored, like, what he was saying as an insult to Pete in this trailer for this thing. But, yeah, there's um, different trailers had different suits. So, like, the, the original kind of version of the trailer has them in the you know, homecoming suit, but then the actual trailer has in the straight up iron spider suit. Yeah. And this is another example of Marvel fucking with us where it's like, what's real. Well, none of it's real until you go see the movie. Yeah. <laughs> also like even the stuff they show you, like the stuff they're not showing you also is a big reveal. Like the, the time suits, from Endgame as they're walking over to like the big machine yeah. to start the time heist. Like you yeah. don't see fat Thor behind them. Like they, <laughs> they, they, they intentionally don't show you, you know, uh, professor Hulk, you know, any of that stuff. Oh, like, God. yeah, that like the, they, 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 like they the stuff the they obscure, out. even if they're not like actively shooting and doing other scenes to be like, you know, bait to throw people off. Like they can still like cut a trailer and give you yeah. absolutely nothing and make your I love make that. your That's nipples hard want, thinking about <laughs> it. I wanna know nothing going into the movie. I would love just to I don't know, see some visuals. I don't even need trailers. I stopped watching the endgame trailers because I didn't want to know anything. Same here. See I did 
wanted to keep a surprise. The only thing I'm concerned about going forward is, like, I will still stand to this day I, and tell everybody, as, as, as a lifelong comic book fan, the X-Men don't make sense in the same universe as the Avengers. Like, they're kind of absolutely irreprehensible of each other. <laughs> and I'm I'm sad at the thought that the X-Men will be in any of these MCU movies. And I, I hope they they don't hope they don't intermingle. I hope they not leave them gonna alone. Be the X Men that you know. Well, no, it's, like the, the the entire point of the X Men makes absolutely no fucking sense in the world they've already set up currently with what the MCU. What makes like, you say that? Well, so so here's the thing: the the biggest conceit here of why the X Men and the Avengers being the same universe is kind of fucking dumb, because the strong points of the X Men working out are these you know allegories for people becoming you know safe with themselves safe with their bodies discovering you know their life and who they are and also these stories about overcoming adversity of racism and all this hatred but they're hated because they have these powers but everybody fucking loves cap everybody loves iron man people like thor thor's cool but uh, Nightcrawler, no, fuck that guy. We got to kill him. We got to burn his people in the streets. <laughs> it's like, like, like the, the, the different, the, the way the world treats those characters does not fit between I'll, the two. I'll tell you why I think it'd be different. Because Cap came from a different age where Cap was the only one. And he's kind of a nostalgia thing. Iron Man, people knew about Tony Stark and he saved the world. He's like, I am Iron Man. Oh, cool. He saved us. Thor is a god. So it's a little bit different. When the X-Men start showing up, and I think it will happen, there's going to be a lot of tragedies that happen. There's going to be a lot of, oh, look at these mutants. Oh, look, they just murdered a bunch of kids on accident. Like what happened in Civil War. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of that stuff. So there's going to be like... Yeah, they're going to have to do a lot of work to yes, establish they, they a are. world where they make sense. But the problem is, is then nobody should like Thor after that. Cause Thor isn't a God. He's just an alien. He, well, he's considered a God. Like in the, in, in the traditional mythology, but that was yeah. his people like having contact with earth back in the day. And that's why they built, you know, new, uh, new Valhalla in like Finland right. or wherever. After right. Their home got destroyed. But it's just like so many of these characters. It's like, uh, you, if you were born with it, you're wrong. If you got it through other bullshit, you're okay. Like, <laughs> like, uh, like the 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 story behind Power Man. Like, oh, you were a, a framed black man in a southern prison, and a crazy doctor experimented on you to try to build super weapons. You're cool, but this guy who has the same powers as you that was just woke up during puberty one day. And has that ability. We've got to like register him. We've got to put him in a home. We've got to keep an eye on him. We've got to lock him yeah. away. But the- <laughs> well, I think that's going to be. It's just going to be different reactions to how people use their powers. Like people were freaked out by Jessica Jones. Um, I never saw Iron Fist, so I can't really say well, I, I didn't see. Also, uh, th- th- those shows don't count technically anymore. Isn't Power Man Luke Cage? Yeah, well, the the okay. Netflix shows have nothing to do with the MCU, right? Uh, that's why they were never able to yeah, like yeah, explicitly yes no. say anything. Right. 
they hinted at stuff to make you think, like, oh, the incident in New York, like after the Avengers right. and stuff like that. But they couldn't straight up say any of these other characters and names. Now, going forward, the the Loki show and WandaVision, all that stuff, that's going to be in the MCU. Yeah, because those are made by Marvel. Yeah. So that's good. But yeah, I think they're... They're going to need the X-Men just to fill out the ranks, just to, yeah, and I do hope we get new Wolverine and all that stuff. I don't, I don't want anything from freaking Brian Singer's universe. I really don't. This <laughs> Dark Phoenix movie looks god awful. Oh my God. I, I watched like the most yeah. recent trailer for that. Oh. I was like, wow, that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love the Dark Phoenix story, but there's a lot, there's a lot of shit missing from it. It's so... When I say that, there's a lot of shit missing from Infinity War and Endgame. Like, missing comic book-wise, but you don't necessarily notice or care. But there's a lot of shit missing from Dark Phoenix that... <laughs> I don't know. It's not going to be good. We know it's not going to be good. Why do these movies keep coming out? Like, um... The supposedly casting of Batman... Is, oh yeah, like I, I think it's Robert Patterson. Peterson. Who is well, that? Well, like one of the, the people that, that is like on the list right now. They were looking at was, you know, Edward from Twilight. Twilight. Robert Pattinson yeah. is his name. Okay. And to, be, to be completely honest, I I don't care. I really don't. I don't. I didn't like Ben Affleck's Batman. I really didn't. It didn't, didn't bring me in. Like. Man, coming from Christian, uh, what was this dude's Christian Bale? Well, I'm, I, I never like Christian Bale. Like, he has like I love his Batman. He has like love forty it. minutes out of three movies where he's cool, and then the rest of it, he's just kind of bad, annoying. <laughs> uh, I, I have a lot of feelings about the Nolan Batman movies. I think Ben Affleck was a fine Batman, but yeah, it like was more the, that he's a good Bruce Wayne. Like the Batman v Superman, he he is Batman. Like that yeah. is exactly Batman as he's ever been written. And then Justice League, no, that's like, that movie was bad. Yeah, like Batman, I haven't seen Justice League. Like Batman v Superman was mm-hmm. bad, but at least like they committed to the Batman parts and he stood out and he was great. Justice League was just dumb. <laughs> Don't forget Suicide Squad. I liked Suicide Squad. Suicide right, Squad out. was like okay to look at. Like it was, it was just dumb. Yeah. Like, like it was enjoyable. It had, you know, like the, the longer you sit and you think about like the character setups and how they get here and why the fuck, you know, the plot, you know, eventually executes. You're like, yeah, it wasn't great. And why the fuck do we spend so much time on Deadshot for no reason when all these yeah. other characters, like literally, like like poor uh, poor Hangman, just fucking dies immediately like he just yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> like well, I mean, so to, be, to be fair the the suicide squad run that that movie is based on like he dies pretty fast in that one too but like he at least had moments to look cool in the comic book version before he just went out like a bitch yeah like they warned him don't try to escape what he did yeah and i think that was a good thing for them to show but I, I haven't seen uh, – oh, my God. Wonder Woman? Yeah. 
Uh, I haven't seen Aquaman. I haven't seen Shazam. Like, Aquaman's just, really good. I've heard. I mean, like, I, just, yeah, I, I, I haven't watched good. Aquaman yet, but Wonder Woman is like, watch the first two thirds of the movie. Like, yeah, yeah, and it's not worth it. Just ig- ignore the. Just don't watch the last half. Just, just say, hey, just think it all works out in the end after, like, just <laughs> because, like, like that. It's so rare I've ever seen anything just fall apart that hard like at the end. Yeah. Damn. I, it was bad. Like, I the CG is bad, like some of the editing is real bad. Like the the whole final like fight with the bad guy is bad. Yeah. Is the bad Thanks guy on. Ares? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Even if it's bad, like that's cool that he's in a movie. Uh, yeah. Um yeah, I gotta see those. Shazam's supposed to be really good. Yeah, my uh, what's it called? My dad wouldn't watch it last week, and he told me that is one of the movies that I have to watch. Like, it's really good. Because that's, that's what the, DC needs to do. They need to just go a little more family friendly. Like, they went real fucking dark real fast. <laughs> the thing with Shazam and Aquaman is like they have big problems as actual movies, but yeah. they're fun. Like, they they know what they're doing. They're they're paying but off on the funny. idea of having like a big dumb fun adventure in these worlds but with that's these characters. What comic books are they're yeah. big dumb fun adventures, so it's fine. Uh, like, I, I don't know they 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 floored it immediately and ran into a fucking wall, and hopefully <laughs> now they're correcting. And because I I want Justice League too, I really do. I don't understand uh, how they. Can you imagine if they would have started with the Avengers and the Marvel <laughs> universe? Like, I don't know why they didn't just give everybody, you know, their specific movie before bringing the Justice League out. I thought that's what was going to happen. And they were like, no, yeah. just the first. <laughs> yeah, I was like, on. what? Why not give Cyborg a good movie? You know, Cyborg is a good character. But I don't know, man. That That's upsetting. Well, like, to me, that was a stupid decision to bring Justice League out before giving everybody their, you know, specific movies. Well, that's yeah. that's been the issue with Warner Brothers is that, like, they just force shit out way too early. I mean, that was the problem with, you know, The Dark Knight Rises. Like, hey, you got to have this movie done by this time. Like, Chris and uh, Christopher Nolan was like, well, I kind of had a plan for two more movies. Well, we're not doing two more movies, so figure it out, stupid. You got... <laughs> <laughs> 11 more months yeah. put out this terrible movie that has like a few cool scenes yeah and I was say like I don't dislike that movie but I definitely I've rewatched the first two a few times I like I don't know if I really watched Dark Knight Rises you're, you're not missing anything like like I said there's there, there's probably a 15 minute edit of the Dark Knight Rises that'd be hype as fuck the rest <laughs> of that movie is a waste of fucking time like my, fa- my favorite scene in that movie is when Scarecrow shows up. Oh, it's like man. like there's a 40 minute edit of the Dark Knight you can make to make that a, a great movie. Yeah, <laughs> I like I did like Bane, though. Yes. Like, yeah, uh, that's the problem is like people gave the Bane character so much shit. But like Tom why? Hardy fucking nails it. Like, like yeah, he's he a really he good actor. That's not his fault. They, they, they made him go out like a bitch. But you know, like you understood his character at least, and he yeah. was he was fucking a, a, a convincing, crazy bad Bane. guy. Yeah, and seeing him break the bat was cool. What I don't understand is Hispanic. 
Spanish villain. I didn't hear a word you said. Okay, uh, I thought that was on my end. What did you say, Joseph? Oh, my bad. Uh, I said, well, I don't understand. Did we lose you know, him? hello? Oh. I, I can hear him. Oh, I can't. Well, that's weird. Hello? Yeah, I, mean, I can Joseph. All right, yeah, I just unplugged it and plugged my mic in again. Okay. Like, um, with Bane, I'm a really big Bane fan. He's supposed to be Hispanic. Why make him white? Why make him sound British? You know, Whoa. this is the once, one time us Hispanics had a chance to, you know, <laughs> go, yeah, we got a good villain out there. No, well, they made well, him white. Well, they made him, like, Serbian. Like, he's from, like, the, somewhere in, like, the Middle East almost. Like, he's not yeah. even... Like from like the the Americas, like he's from whatever that weird desert country is that they have that pit. So they made they made him, you know, Spanish. I think he was Mexican, you know. Yeah, well, in uh, in the in the comics, I believe he's Brazilian, or like yeah, that's Brazil adjacent right. because like the country he's from is like this island country like off of the coast of South America. Yeah. Where the crazy supermax prison he was being experimented on with the venom serum stuff. Yeah. It, man, I don't know. But he he redeemed himself with Venom, so uh, Venom Venom was a really good movie. Oh, I haven't seen that either. Oh god. The only the only thing Tom already ever had to do was Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. And then I give him a shot. Well actually Yes, brother. There's, what was that? Not the actual, you know, gang warriors, but the MMA movie more warriors. Uh, I never saw that one. No, Tom Hardy's in there. He plays the brother of the uh, like the main character, and man, like that movie, it's something else. It's like a two and a half hour movie, but it's it's something I would recommend strongly to watch. It's really good. Which movie is that? I think it's called Warriors, if I'm not mistaken. Warrior. Yeah, that that sounds right. That movie name sounds familiar. Let me see. But it's just like, you know, the 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 one guy yeah, I want to see like get a better shot going forward in a lot of these movies is Eric Bana. Like, cause yeah. he he got fucked in that angly Hulk movie as the Hulk. <laughs> but like. like the- the first one? Yeah, the 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 rom com. Yeah, with the giant mutant guy. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so like Eric Bana, like he's Captain Nemo in like um that first or second Star Trek reboot movie that came out with like Chris Pine, Nero, Nero Did you say or Nemo. Yeah, fuck, I don't oh. remember. But he's like you know the the crazy alien bad guy in that movie. Okay. Um, he's in this movie called Chopper. From, like, you know, it's it's a movie from when he was in Australia. It's this guy who is this known like mob crime killer. That why are we talking about Eric Ben again? I'm just saying, like, <laughs> he needs to get another shot going forward. <laughs> like, because he and Tom Hardy are like kind of interchangeable. At what you fucking psycho? What are you talking? About? Like, if you see them. <laughs> They're, if you see them at the same time, like they're they're kind of similar builds. Uh, Eric Bana is just like older Tom Hardy, basically. All right. And 
it's just like both those guys got treated like bitches in these superhero movies. <laughs> yeah. And the, like they, they need to be given a shot at good movies. Was he in a superhero movie? Eric Bana was the Hulk in the first Universal <laughs> Hulk movie. <laughs> yeah. and Tom Hardy was Venom. And he was Bane. I'm just saying they, they both got shitty movies. Yeah. They, they, like, they did they did great characters in shitty movies. I don't know if I saw movie. this Hulk movie. Who was the villain in it was, this Hulk it was the, movie? It was uh, the one with Jennifer Connelly. Was uh, was this like the original original first Hulk? The yeah, the one with the, uh, the, Edward Norton. No, that, that's the one that's part of the MCU. This is the yeah. one that was like three years before that one. <laughs> Who's the Hulk? Eric Bana versus Edward Norton versus Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> I don't know if I ever saw this movie. Yeah, it's, it's not is this, great. Does it's, this have a video game? No, it's uh, it's it's okay. from Ang Lee. So okay, here Ang Lee, like I always tell people, this has the weirdest fucking trilogy of movies back to back in his career. So, <laughs> so he goes, um, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. <laughs> right. Let me get the chronology here. He goes the Hulk. The bad Hulk with the sad Hulk Jesus meme music. <laughs> IMDb. Let's pull this up. I want to see like this list. Yeah, he goes. All right, here it goes. So he goes, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Hulk, Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> oh, God. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, like oh, that's and then Life of Pi. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, like... and he's got Gemini Man. Oh, that looks awful. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the thing is, like, Ang Lee makes these poignant, like, romance films. And, like, the times they work, Crash and Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Brokeback Mountain, uh, The Ice Storm is pretty cool. It's an older movie of his. Like, like he has strong points of where his style works. They tried to make a Hulk movie that was a fucking, like, love story, basically. A tragic love story. And it just was fucking bad. Like, yeah, it, it was. I'm not gonna lie. I want to see this. Per- I want to see a new Hulk movie with this Professor Hulk. Well, the problem is they they kind of can't. Oh, that's Mar- oh, yes, the Marvel can. can't make Hulk movies. Yes, they can. They can make Maestro. That would be fucking awesome. Yeah, but they can't. So they can't. Universal owns the Hulk in films. Oh, okay. Marvel doesn't <laughs> own him. Like storyline wise, I'm like, yes, they fucking can. No, like, like they, they, they literally can't use him in his own movie. Wow. Unless they make a deal with Universal, which basically uh, they could. Which basically means they just have to spend all the money and not get much of the money. <laughs> Universal just gets paid on all this, and Marvel, Disney, they get fucked. Uh, so they they can you know rent him out to be in movies with other characters, but he can't be a primary character. He can't be the main character of a movie. And that could change, but yeah, that's why he's in the Thor Ragnarok movie. Yeah, but the, that's the trick. Is Universal is like a holding house. Like they pretty much never sell any of their rights. <laughs> so wow. yeah, like like Hulk is just kind of fucked. Also. Uh, Universal is the one that also owns Namor. Oh, really? They, they own that I, I think they own a few other Marvel characters that you know. Let's face it; it's only a matter of time before Disney buys Universal. No, yeah, that's not happening. Like Universal is 
Like they'd have to buy Comcast. Universal is a subsidiary of Comcast now. Damn. Like that's a massive fucking buyout. Like I I, I went through this like recently after Endgame. I was thinking like, all right, well, how in the world will they get about like getting all their characters back from the different places? Like they finalized like the Fox buyout so they can get those characters back now. But the Universal ones and like one or two other like fucking characters, they're just fucked on. <laughs> but they could also, I mean, they could do Maestro and make him the villain of something and then he's still in someone else's movie. So yeah, they could, they could absolutely still bring Professor Hulk back and do something with him. At least something. Uh, I don't think Hulk's, this is probably not going to be a popular opinion. I don't think Hulk's that great of a character to have his own movie anyways. Well, the problem is, is <laughs> that's like, true. The Hulk works fantastic in two types of stories. One, he's the foil, the big plot point to work around in a story with a bunch of other characters. Or two, it's him not really being the Hulk much. It's him being introspective as a character study about Bruce Banner which that doesn't play well when people want to go see Hulk smash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think they, they need to just put them in movies. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah, so Universal Pictures owns the entire Hulk franchise. Right. So they have the leader, She-Hulk, Abomination, Bruce Banner, Betty Ross, General Ross. Like, they, they've got all of that. It's still possible for them to work something out where they buy it the rights from them, or who knows? Who knows what the hell is going to happen in the future? I just want to name more movie, and they hinted at it in Endgame when they were talking about that earthquake in the ocean. Yeah, but they the Namor film rights are owned by multiple parties. Yeah, and not just Universal. So they like, they've got to make a deal with a couple people <laughs> to get Namor. What is it called? Uh, I, I'm looking at this release date for a movie, and it just, I guess, got updated maybe like 44 minutes ago. So we were talking about it earlier. We were talking about Mortal Kombat. Now, they're remaking a new Mortal Kombat movie that's supposed to be released March 5th, 2021. Hmm. So I'm actually kind of really excited for that because... I love the Mortal Kombat movies, even though they're cheesy as shit. They're fucking great. <laughs> they're amazing. Now, with this one, you know, with all the updated, you know, what is it called? Technology, the graphics and everything. This is going to be a really good looking movie. A really good movie. Hope, I hope, but I hope it's still real cheesy. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Not every movie has to be like this grandiose freaking thing. Something just be cheesy. And good at the same time. Like, what is it called? Uh... The Sharknados. Really cheesy, but don't, good. Don't watch those. That's too much for me. <laughs> there still has to be some kind of balance. Too much terror read there for you. Yeah, <laughs> my face. Too much white trash in that stew. Yep. No. If I may ask, are you guys excited for this double or nothing pay-per-view from AEW? He doesn't watch wrestling. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for everything AEW. Yeah, they uh, they were announced that they're going to be showing TNT. Yep. That that's when able. I can't wait. I can't. I'm actually really excited to have you know 
a competitor to WWE. Yeah, that'll be nice. We might have to. Uh, we've been talking to some of the other guys about rebooting our wrestling podcast. So that's local. So maybe we'll just have you over for that one. That one sounds nice. I love wrestling. I'm actually planning on going to the WrestleMania here. In, I think in Tampa Bay. You I'm probably saying. will too. That'll be really nice to go see. I can't wait. It'll be my first WrestleMania. But boys, we do have to wrap this up. My little boy is about to wake up pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Uh, so that's been another episode of this thing. We hadn't done in like two months. Because uh, <laughs> we suck. Again. Shut up. Shit happens. So, so Jake, where can they find you there, buddy? They can find me on Facebook, Best in the Realm Gaming, Twitter's Best in the Realm, YouTube, Best in the Realm, Twitch, Best in the Realm, all those things. Alrighty, uh, Joseph? You can find me at twitch.tv slash thegamingdevil420. Or in League of Legends, Joseph V12. <laughs> Alright, and I've been Trollbeard. That's Trollbeard with the old underscore. I'm pretty much everywhere. If you just search for that, you'll see me. And you can find all these things on futurevillains.com. That's F-E-W-T-R-U-E-V-I-L-L-A-I-N-S.com. Dab. <laughs> Yeet dab. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta right, keep it hip, you know? <laughs> For the young ones. Huh? <laughs> all right. Good night, everybody. <laughs>